Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, to the Texan and Mexican podcast with your host James and Juan. El Juan. El Juan. How was your day, buddy? It was all right. It was mostly outside and 80 degree weather here in Texas. Yeah. What a week ago was negative zero. <laughs> negative zero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So there's zero and then negative zero? Mm, yeah. <laughs> That's what the app said. Negative one. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. what my phone said. I'll go based upon that. Yeah, good old Texas. I was just thinking that too. I was like, man, there's so many times where you're freezing your balls off the first several hours of the day. And then by noon, you're sweating. Yeah. You're like, I brought a sweater. What am I going to do with this? Yeah, you start <laughs> off wearing all your, your jackets and sweaters, whatever. And then <laughs> by, the, by the end, halfway through the day, you're carrying it. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, why didn't even bring this in? Yeah, not, I don't know. I'm, I'm weird. Or I, get, I, I actually get agitated. I'm like, have, I'm like stuck carrying all my jackets and beanies. And <laughs> like, what the hell, man? <laughs> I thought I was gonna have to wear this all day. Right. I just leave it in the car. And I was like, oh, hopefully I'll get back to it later <laughs> on. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, anything exciting today? No. No. Just same old, same old at work. Yeah, pretty much. Good. It's tight. Yeah. It's tight. It's tight. A couple new uh, ladies starting, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that goes. I mean, I'm gonna. I'm scared to talk to the one I like <laughs> for almost a year. <laughs> for <so>. a year. <laughs> it's about to be a year. Poor so. one. Poor little one. All grow some balls. Yeah. Someday. Well, <laughs> well, remember, I was just telling you, like, just like get used to introducing yourself. Just be comfortable with introduction and just a basic intro type conversation. You know, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, 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 just do it to where you're comfortable. Don't worry about if you like you stutter, or you fuck it up. Like, yeah. just push through it, and then you know, do it. Don't just do it to the same girl. Like, like, do it to all of them. Well, that's like, the thing. Especially like, if you think they're attractive, mm-hmm. just say hello. Like, especially like coworker wise, or you're. Yeah. In a position where it's not strange to say hello to them. But that's the thing. I'm good with like other girls. The ones you're not attractive. Yeah, not we're like, all like Even that. though they're attractive. Guys are like that, period. They could be hot. I'll be like, hey, how's it going? Like, no problem. It's just because I don't want anything to do with them, so to speak. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't I mean. want to date them. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's this. I got to click it off somehow. It's this bullshit nervousness. Us guys yeah. get built up in our heads. And it's. Meanwhile, the chick's probably waiting for you to ask her yeah. out. For a year. <laughs> and then she's, oh, and they get pissed, dude. I'm like, oh, bro. Tom's ticking. You come up to me. <laughs> come up to me. This was how it was done in the old days. You made the choice, not me. <laughs> That's how the it was. lady? Yeah. You didn't know. Which, what, what days are we talking about? Like during the Civil War. Like the 1800s? The girl, let's say you were marching, and she would spot you from a distance. She'd be like, oh, I think that guy's cute. So like, she would walk in like, front of you. And dropped her handkerchief or whatever she had in front of you. You would pick it up and give it back thinking you made the first move when in fact it was a girl that did. Yeah. She found a way to get you to talk to her. Yeah. But now you have like, you have an excuse to go talk to her. So you're like, okay. You have to. to She forced you in a position. Yeah. I like that. They don't do that anymore. (laughs) Well, a lot of them In a way. In a way. Yeah. I've seen some that kind of that do act like that. They'll find a way. Like 
that's how my girlfriend got my attention. Mm-hmm. Like, well, not the handkerchief thing, but like <laughs> something similar to she, it. She, yeah, she went out of her way to get in my business, so to speak. I think that's and it. Well, obviously, it worked. I'm, right. We've been together for almost a year and a half now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, and she always springs that up every once in a while too. Like, like well, I made the first it, move. Yeah, I made the first move. You're like, well, yeah. I said yes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, well. I just didn't think she was, you know, it's at the time she was, like, dating a, another douchebag. Not that I am, but I can be. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so I didn't think anything of it. And then, but I started picking up on it, mm-hmm. how frequent she was going out of her way at the workplace. Oh. This, just to say hi to me. It had to be super obvious to you. It'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, well, you just instantly pick it up. But, yeah. But. I kind of figured, but then it, I don't know. It was just in my head from the get go. There's an, there's no chance here. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I hope. Yes, ladies. Like sometimes guys put that in their head real quick because yeah. due to Society. delusional fear, fear, <laughs> bullshit, fear out of nothing other than the fear of rejection. Yeah. Uh, guys can do that, and they'll just look at you and go, "No, there's no chance." <laughs> <laughs> and then meanwhile, you're looking at him, going, "Oh my God, he's cute. Right. I wonder if he's gonna talk to me." Right. <laughs> Asshole, he's not even looking at me. He just, he just barely looked at me. He's not even into me. That's like, no, he's thing, into. Though. He's just nervous as fuck. Yeah. Like, doesn't want to seem like a creep looking at you. Yeah, and that too. There's that's a big thing. Yeah, like we can't make There's a move. A lot move of guys, they don't want to look come. like a creep. Yeah, we don't want to come off as that. Yeah, that's for another episode. Yeah. <laughs> right, talk about it right now. Oh, well, I don't have my book with me. What book? Uh, uh, Robert Greene, <laughs> The Art of Seduction. Oh, oh yeah, you make <laughs> references. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> he has a lot of historical reference. Refer- you know what I mean? Yeah, references. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I like it. Like uh, And examples. Like history. Like mm-hmm. Cleopatra, Marilyn Monroe, mm-hmm. uh, JFK. Cleopatra is a good one. Cleop- yeah, Cleopatra was... She, but she, but did you know she, was, she wasn't pretty at all? She was pretty ugly compared to everybody around her? Oh, I, Cleopatra. I, I believe it because rulers back then, like when you see like statues of like mm-hmm. ancient Roman generals and rulers, like you're always like, damn, I thought he would look better. Than that. <laughs> like he's not very sharp looking yeah. at all. Like, or but she she knew how to use what she had to her advantage. I think it was her arms. That what do you mean? She did amazing things with her hands. No, like <laughs> like I said, I need to reach st- around. Well, I'll just go off of it just a little, but uh. I forgot who it was. Was it Cleopatra? I don't know. But yeah. one girl, she would literally, if there was a party, she wouldn't go in through the front door. Uh-huh. She would make an entrance. And so she would go in earlier, stay in the room for a while, wait until the party's, you know, getting going. Already like at its somewhat peak. Yes. And then she would come down the stairs. But she would use. A specific part of her body. Hers, no, the city was like her arms. So she would show like a little bit of her shoulder and then have everything else covered up. She would make that a grand entrance to where she knew everybody stopped what they were doing and looked at her. Got all the heads to turn. Yeah. And everybody was like, who's that girl? Like, I want to go after her. And she used that to to her advantage find a powerful husband yeah other girls use their legs so there's like their breast was like their thing uh, yeah that is a thing for women uh they they do resort to using their bodies 
to yeah. uh, to get you to pay attention. Because that they didn't like have a voice back then, so they had to do. Oh yeah, just that. So. Yeah, that's what Cleopatra. Well, I, uh, I think it was Cleopatra, was in a box, and then she popped out of it, just to make an interest too. Oh no, she, no, I know what you're talking about. I know that story. Uh, no, she came in as in a box. Mm-hmm. Uh. To Julia to meet Julius Caesar. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, right, uh, HBO's uh, did a show called Rome. They they display like if you're into like history, like especially ancient Rome, like HBO's Rome. They only did two seasons, but man, solid two seasons. Like, yeah. and they followed like Julius Caesar winning the Battle of Alesia, and that's where it starts, mm-hmm. and it goes from there, and it's very accurate on. The events and when oh, they okay. happen and who happened to and, and like and then the creative dialogue they built yeah. to present it to the audience so it was really well done. Like it's a shame it was only two seasons, but man, it's two seasons worth having and watching if you're into like uh, ancient societies and uh, to be depicted in a good TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's fairly like yeah, it's just, it's fairly accurate. Like even like the stuff they're wearing in the like the the way they fought and lived and everything. Like yeah. it was it's a really good show. Like and to this day, I don't know if Game of Thrones beat the record, but uh they HBO's Rome still holds might still hold the record for the largest and most expensive and elaborate sets to film their scenes in. And that's part of the reason why they stopped after season two. They spent so much money just on the scenes, like creating that atmosphere. And mm-hmm. man, it, they did a really good job. Like, fuck, right. it was good. <laughs> like, I ended up watching it like three times in a row. Nice. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. That's how that's in the show they. That's how they actually made that made scene. It. Like, she, the out of nowhere, he gets a package and he's just like, what, "What's this?" And then. She just pops out of it, you know, looking as beautiful as she can like be. Like a god. Yeah. I think it was like and a then, goddess. You know, using her. In the show, she's using her eyes. Her, yeah, her yeah. eyes was hers, I think. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it was in the book. Yeah, yeah. About, he goes in detail on how it all came about. And Julius Caesar just fell for her. Yeah. And you have the other dude, uh, Mark Anthony, too. Yeah, later on, because Caesar gets assassinated. So yeah. she goes for Mark Anthony. She was smart. Uh, women knew. like that back in the day were smart, too. Mm-hmm. Go for a powerful man. Yeah. She knew how to do. To, in order to stay works. in power. Uh-huh. Or not get killed either. That too. <laughs> that those, Yeah, those would be the main two, I think. Yep. But yeah. Pretty good book if you want. Yeah, Robert Greene period, right? Yeah, pretty like much. We're reading uh, 48 Laws <laughs> right now. Well, I haven't read it in a couple of weeks, but no. I'll pick back up on it. Yeah, because I did that one on audiobook, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. It's not the same as sitting down and reading it, though. The audiobook is Robert Greene doing it, or no, is it an actor, it's an or someone else? Yeah, a voice actor. Oh, okay. It's rare when you find the author reading. Yeah, I've heard uh, Stephen King did one, and I've heard bad things about oh, really? it. Like it's just like awful. It's just like ugh. It's like <laughs> have a voice actor do right. yours. <laughs> it depends on the genre. I don't know personally, <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, but yeah, that's about all I have on that. Um. So, were you you were wanting to bring up the topic yeah. of death or? Yeah, I was reading. Uh, I barely finished this book. Uh, Men's Search for Meaning by Victor E. Frankl. Yeah, Frankl. 
don't know. It's like F A. It's Frank with an L. Right. Frank with an L on the end. <laughs> I, I guess you say Frankel. Oh. But yeah, it's uh, it's about his uh, experience in concentration camp during World War Two. Mm-hmm. And the beauty of it is that he was a psychologist before he went into before shit went in chaos. Yeah. So when he was in there, he was, I guess, studying what happened, how people reacted, and all that. So he took into account everything, and that's how he wrote this book. Wait, um, all from memory, like just yeah, because you yeah. weren't allowed. I know before oh, he went in, he had like a manuscript for like a paper he was writing Mm -hmm. like in his sleeve and that's one of the things that motivated him to stay alive and he talks about it in the book like Mm -hmm. uh at the beginning everybody was like in shock it seemed like uh something exciting in a way Mm -hmm. you know how you go into a new place and you're pretty open to new ideas or you're like you take everything Super in. Super fucking nervous. And you're in shock, so you don't know <laughs> yeah. what to do. And you're like, oh. You're just trying to observe everything. Yeah, that's how. to get comfortable. That's how he was at the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's like the first stage he talks about. And it it doesn't really hit him at the beginning. Because when they walk in, I guess they separated him into two groups. And he was one of the lucky ones that got into the concentration camps. And he was talking to one of the... Oh, what happened to the other group? Oh, that's where I'm going. Oh, okay, sorry. Some of the prisoners, uh, he, he, like the old ones, he was like, yeah, I mean, it's pretty sucky here. And he was like, I wonder where my friend went. They said they were going to another place. And he was like, you look up to that to the sky, all the, the black cloud? He was like, yeah, your friend's up there somewhere. He was like, what? He was like, yep, they take them and they get burned alive over there. And he, looking at this other place, and you see the smoke coming out of there. He was oh. like, he's somewhere up there, so you could just forget about him. Damn, so, the guy said it just like that. Yeah, because I guess they he's see it every day. There. Yeah, he's and already been like, there. Dang. I was like, and it's barely hitting him. Like, oh, what? Shit. I was just talking to him, and then all of a sudden he's dead. And I was like, in a horrific manner. Yeah, like it was a normal thing for everybody else. Like, you know, they're dead. Like, move on. Yeah, because this is good. It's gonna get. Yeah, and the way they treated him, uh, they ate one bread and soup. Yeah, once a day. And that soup is not like it was mostly water soup. Yeah, it's like watery cabbage. Bullshit. You might get a potato here. Might. Yeah. (laughs) There's like nothing in there. Yeah. Oh my god. If you were good with the guards, they might throw two potatoes or something else in there. Piece of cheese. Yeah. Jesus, dude. That's the craziest uh, part. Like, I'm like, he said somehow we, like, they would get diseases, but they would fight through it. Mm-hmm. Like, the body would just go into overdrive. Like, their gums, he said, were, like, healthy. Like, no other. Like, they didn't have any problems with their teeth, their gums. Like, some of parts of the body were, like, 100% all the time. And other parts were just, like, slowly dying. As they went through. And these people, most of these prisoners smoked when they were in the concentration camps. Most of them did. They would have cigarettes. Oh. They were still giving cigarettes? Yeah, that was like one of their prizes. Oh. And they would trade, you know, cigarettes for a piece of bread. And even then, people would think about trading the cigarette right. for a piece of bread. Because it's, wow. it's the only form yeah. of 
I don't know. Pleasure. I mean, there's no inner. You're taken out of society and you're yeah. in a fucking death camp. Yeah, pretty much. And that's that was the only pleasure you got. Mm-hmm. Those two things. Food and what cigarettes. Barely food and. Uh. Yeah, but that was like his experience at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he started seeing people dying from his own because it would separate them in little houses, so to speak, where they would all sleep. And then if a person died, he was like, I think I was losing part of my humanity because mm-hmm. you wouldn't really care about the person. You would go over and grab his shoes or his shirt yeah. just to put it on you. He was like, even if the shoe didn't fit me, I would put it on because it was better than being outside in the cold, w- walking barefoot all day. Yeah. And he was like, uh, I don't know how, why I did it, but I mean, it was survival, obviously. Yeah, but your brain's a survival mode. He at felt that bad point. for it. He was like, I, ju- I was just talking to him an hour ago, and now he's gone. Now I'm taking all his stuff just to survive. And the guilt, you know, mm-hmm. kind of kicks in later on in life, not at the moment. But that's so weird. But the one thing he found from like his experience was that your body will do like amazing things if you have a meaning in your life, like something you're working towards. Does that make sense? You have a reason to wake up. Mm-hmm. Like um, something to look forward to. Even though it it could be, he gives three examples. It's one is um, your work, like if you have a work, uh, like for him it was his uh, trend, uh, his his papers that he wanted to publish. Mm-hmm. That was one of the things that kept him, you know, motivated throughout this stuff. Work is one of them. Two is having a loved one, like um, or have a family to go back to, a wife, a kid. You know, that's something else that has meaning, gives you meaning. And the third one was like living with the guilt was the third one. And he said, like, when you knew when people lost meaning to their life, they would be dead within the next 48 hours. Because, mm, I mean, you're already stripped of so, so much. Yeah. So you, much weight from lack of food. Yeah, but your body just went into... Okay, a different done. drive. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, okay. I'll just start shutting it down. And then he said when that happened, all the prisoners would just lay in the bed. They would get beaten up and they wouldn't care. Like it wouldn't affect them. They would just poop, pee in the bed and for the next twenty four to forty eight hours. Beating them up, the other prisoners. The guards. All oh, the guards. They would just they couldn't get up. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't want to work. And they're just like, I don't care. You can yeah. beat my ass. And 48, out, uh, 48 hours later, more than likely, he was dead. Once wow. he lost the meaning behind his life, it was just that one thing that kept him going. And I was like, dang. Like, how could just one... It wasn't even... It didn't have to be real, but you had to have a purpose in your life. Yeah, some kind of... Something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Like, something you need to do. Need to find out. But damn. Going through all that just to give up almost at the end. Like some of some of these prisoners like died like not even days before they were liberated. 
Mm-hmm. By the time they were liberated, the uh, Victor was like, "It doesn't. It doesn't feel real. Like we dreamt about this day for years. Now that we're out, it we don't know what to do." Like, yeah, because you got acclimated to yeah. hell. And they were like, "I don't know." And the weird thing is, majority of the people, like the prisoners, when they went out to the real world, they were complete a holes. Like they would scream at people if they got married you know they would treat him like this one of the guards would treat him begging the cap uh learned behavior type yeah. of thing right yeah like from your abusers oh, wow what? why he was he was like i would think you know they would be like the most humble most caring people after this after the experience it was like no it was a complete opposite some of them just the became worst. bitter they became animals i was like i got Makes sense. I mean, yeah, it breaks you or makes you. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of you know just struggles in life, but fuck, going through a death camp for years. Yeah, he was a. Uh, I forgot he was going through a corn maze, I think, and he felt bad for ruining, you know, the plantation, and the, the other guy plants he stepped on. Yeah, and the other guy he was walking was like, "What? Did, what does it matter? We suffered more than what they will ever do. This is oh, so like, some of them." They're took like, it out on the world that they went through that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, it's either they, it, it's like horrible experiences either like make you a better person or it makes you worse, makes yeah. you a monster. And uh, Jordan Peterson touches that up on his Twelve Rules to Life. Like he mm-hmm. talks about a guy in there that had horrific things done to him as a child. By mm-hmm. you know, like I think he was raped and you know abused and beyond belief like just horrific stories about his childhood and you know in his adult life he became like one of the most humble type of dudes you could ever meet and he wanted to spread love and not hate due to his experiences Mm -hmm. it made him want to be a you know a positive man and loving and spread it and you know, tell his story and, you know, and he just wanted his life to be better. Like, going through all this horrific abuse in his childhood. Yeah. But it does change you going through something like that. From what I know, and it's weird, like, from what I've seen, like, people that I've met and, you know, hanged out with, like, uh, it's mostly girls. Mm-hmm. But, uh, if they got like raped or abused when they were a child, mm-hmm. like they find pleasure in sex. Like they're always wanting. They kind of want to, like, you sex. know, the crazy chicks that want to be smacked and yeah. choked and they're into all that. Real rough. Yeah. I would think, like, you know, backwards, like, oh, you got abused, you would be scared to do, you know, sexual, you know, intercourse afterwards because of what you've gone yeah, through. Yeah, some of them are. Bring, yeah, but yeah. most I've heard, uh, stories of couples where uh the woman experienced yeah. rape at some point in her life mm-hmm. and it's it hinders the, their sex life yeah like it you know she she'll have sex with the boyfriend and but from every every now and then but it's like it's not enjoyable for her it's like she's just doing it to please the boyfriend yeah and uh and that's sad that's a sad thing but yeah that's that's a side effect of yeah. uh women who've been raped but then you have the other side where they're like they want it they crave it 
just to have sex. Like, I don't know. And you know what's weird is that in some rape cases, the women do have orgasms. Yeah. Which is which is strange. It might, in my opinion, in theory, is like that might stem from like back when we were like little monkeys. Yeah. And guys probably had like the males probably literally had to pin down a female just to spread a seed because that's the only way. Because I mean, there's species like that. Like, like what is it, Tasmanian devils? I mean, they go to war (laughs) when they try to mate. Like. It's like a fucking battle, you know, and I bet our ancestors were like that. Like, females were just like, fuck you, and males were like, I'll just, I'll get it somehow, like, you know, and it's like, and that's how we're here now, like, and that's, I wonder if that's where that's stemming from, like, the evolution mm -hmm. uh, side of it. I think another point might be like, uh, because I feel like people, oh, I have to have pleasure, uh, pleasure or, you know, love them in order to, you know, uh, orgasm mm-hmm. but like if you remember even nowadays with animals the two males fight for the woman for the female and then whoever wins ends up with the female and reproducing mm-hmm. the female is not saying oh i love this guy more it's like whoever wins i just, just have accepts to it yeah yeah you know it's, it's i don't know if we're right but yeah you, you see sense. that with lions yeah uh bulls lobsters elk a lot of a lot of like mammals do uh-huh. that. Uh, Who else? Which ones are the ones with the what? curly horns? The rams. The rams do yeah. that too. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's like almost a deer. Like mammals that travel in herds. That's like kind of like the order of the day. Yeah. Gorillas do it too. Yeah, there's only one gorilla in the group, right? Mm-hmm. Like the lions. Too, like, like the lines. one silverback is what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Too. Yeah, it's uh, crazy. It's weird. Yeah. It's human psyche. Yeah, uh, is it, war is this nature? Nature is war. Yeah, survival. If you offspring, I mean, it's that's just the way it is. Uh, I mean, you got fucked up animals like dolphins. Did you know dolphins? Like the male <laughs> dolphin will kill the baby dolphin, and if he's successful, he'll get to mate with the female. Yeah, dolphins are. Monsters. Everybody's like, when it oh, comes to cute. mating, yeah. <laughs> Even other stuff like they pick on other animals. Oh yeah, they do. In groups, yeah, they they do. And you're like, no, they wouldn't, bro. They do. Like it's, they're just like it. it. <laughs> that's why I keep saying that the war is nature. What's like it's this part of it. Like they get high off of that fish that blows up. Oh, fucking them up and then leaving. Yeah, they was play around with them so they could get a little high. I'm like, what? <laughs> well, I mean, they don't have video games or movies to watch, <laughs> but they're not conscious makes, like we are. I know. <laughs> well, they could be in another level though, like dolphins, because they're supposed to be really fucking smart. But like, like wolves do that. Like, there it's known. There's stories about wolves that uh, they'll just. Sneak in a guy's land and kill all his goats, but eat none of them. They they were literally just having fun killing. Yeah, and then moved on. Like it's the something. It's something to do. Mm-hmm. Like it's and hang out with your buddies while you're doing <laughs> it. Like that's that's the animal kingdom. And guess what? That's us too. Like yeah, in a way. Oh yeah. To this day, we're st- I, we're still like that. 
Yeah. And I think we will be for, for thousands of years to come. I don't know. I think we'll find something else later. I mean, even now, look at, you know. Well, I used l- to. Go ahead. Lesbians and gays, like, uh-huh. they do it artificially. There's no. Like, they actually select the candidates. Does that make sense? The possible mates? No, like, uh, like d- they go to a lab. They look through a binder. Oh, when trying to have a kid. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like they don't even do, you know. I mean, I mean, you know, like you can pick the color eyes your mm-hmm. kid will have for certain t- traits. Oh shit! Because it that. can be manipulated before it before it fertilizes they born. Yeah. Or is it after fertilization? It's, I think it's after fertilization. Like there's what? a stage where they can alter the gene. I didn't know that. No. But yeah, they could do that. I feel like I've heard about the eye color one, but they can do other things. Yeah, like what? I don't. I don't remember. Like, I don't remember at all. But I wanna, there's other traits that he could alter. I want to say it's height. Yeah. Can I, can what we get a baby be? that's uh, gonna be like six three, two hundred <laughs> pounds, muscles. Uh, also, make him really good at math and <laughs> or she. Uh. <laughs> you think it'll get to that point? Oh, yeah. You pick the sex, too. You can pick the sex. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah I'm serious. I, wow. I didn't know that was a thing, man. <laughs> Holy shit. Could you imagine that? Like, like so they, they can determine. The, they can literally go in there and, and go, yeah, we're going to make you a female. But with blue eyes. But what is there is it like do they already know it's gonna end up being a male and they like somehow alter it to female? Well or is it before it even gets to that point? Well I think cause it's easier to do the sex because everybody's born female. Like you and I were female right at one point. And then we just turn into a male later on. Yeah. I think it's grew a slong. I think they just alter that little face on the chromosome. They can either either block it or let it happen. I mean, obviously, that, it's, it's not guaranteed. Cause oh, it's not? No. Well, what if they're you, born with both? Well, you've seen people, like, they're a male, but they're born with three X's. Um, like, on a chromosome? Yeah, whatever. okay. And then some are XY, Y. Others are XX. supposed to be a girl, but it ends up being a dude. Really? Yeah. It's, like, rare, but it happens. Oh, so... I bet that's where the old transgender thing comes in. Yeah, it's weird. That's why during the Olympics they were saying we can't allow females when males. No. And they would, they do the test for the chromosomes on what they were, and, and some of them would come out like that. They were like, she's actually female through the chromosomes, and there'll be a but dude. he's a male, and he's been you know with the males. And it's weird. And then one of the females would be XY and be like, oh, we can't let her in because she's a male, even though her whole life she's been a female. She's she has the characters. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a problem with the Olympics at one point. Oh, uh, what point was this? I never I knew that. Forgot. They like this tested <laughs> your chromosomes. Yeah. That had been like. I for- it could have been too remember. long ago because no, that's, that's ago. fairly recent shit. Yeah. But. The more you know, James. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. Yeah, because I was in anatomy and they were teaching that. And I was like, what? I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah I didn't take anatomy. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Well, that's your, your fault. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, but uh, 
Yeah, that's crazy, dude. I didn't know that. You know, that's, but imagine like in, let's say, 200 years, you can pick, oh, I want my kid to be a genius. Mm-hmm. You know, 6'2". You just, yeah, you just reminded me of a, a documentary I watched a long time ago on Netflix. It was like the early days of Netflix streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a documentary talking about how at one point we will be able to alter our DNAs as yeah. such to a point where we we won't even look human like like they these experts on this documentary like it's been so long ago so I'm going to probably butcher it <laughs> but uh they were saying like on that documentary like that if you want wings on your fucking back like a bird's <laughs> yeah like it's going to be possible one day oh yeah they I was like what and then you know and, you know they always got to show like some kind of like you know, dramatization, and it showed like some dude just floating away with wings. I was just like, "What? <laughs> like, this is fucking weird!" Like, and they're just showing like what you know what could be, at, uh, as time goes on, like the technology gets there. Like, yeah, if you want hooves or like <laughs> shit, like what? Like, you can literally be part animal. Like, they're already testing those things out though, mm-hmm. which is weird. I think on clones, if I'm not mistaken, like they successfully done one i think like what uh, i think it was a human with with like a pig's heart or something no like Is that what you mean the bottom legs were a different animal no way yeah if i'm sure? not mistaken radio labs did one episode on it oh uh, okay and they were talking like they were going towards that route he was like no yeah yeah we're trying to do you know your legs to be faster so we just grabbed another animal. What? What animal was it? Do you remember? I forgot. Dude. <laughs> it's been it's been like three years since I heard this podcast. Yeah. That documentary I was talking about, you know, it was probably back in 2010. But to think that we'll get to that point. But in all honesty, we're all obese at this point. I think that's a more reliable future. Everything, everyone's going to be fat. In a hundred years. <laughs> like the movie Wally. Yeah, I was about to say, I just recently watched that with my girlfriend for the first time a few weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all just so fat, they're stuck in these hover chairs. <laughs> and everything is just right in front of their eyes. Uh-huh. Like the hologram screens they have and everything's in their ears. Yeah. So they don't even pay attention to what's outside of their actual seat. Yeah. I was like, I could see that. <laughs> like, Well, but, not a hundred years, but I'm thinking like a thousand years. Yeah, hundred years is too little time to evolve. Yeah, one thousand years, perhaps. That's bonkers to think. I don't think people realize like how you know evolution works on how long it takes or how little it could take. Like with a like an orange now, or like a corn in a cup. Like that didn't exist. Like 1,000 years ago. Really? Yeah. We manipulated another fruit to become that. There was no such thing. Oranges? Oranges had more seeds. Same thing with pineapple. uh, No, uh, watermelons. They were sour fruits more than 1,000 years ago. Really? And we would just grab the best one, plant it. Yeah. And then grab the best of that patch. Yeah, we like this they, flavor and keep this one going. And yeah, plant that seed and then we'll pick the best one from this one. We just went on with that for generations, which is faster because, you know, 
Yeah, you'll get a fruit every year or two, depending on what you plant. Because it's been manipulated in this scientific manner. Yeah, or even just it's natural selection. Yeah, because I know, mean. like, what tomatoes used to be a fruit. What is a fruit still? Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. I thought that was weird. I was like, how's it a fruit? Yeah, like because they had seeds, right? I forgot. How fucking the know. classification? Like, Dude, <laughs> it don't taste like a fruit. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's see if I can find a picture. I wonder if tomatoes used to be more actual fruit tasting rather than uh, what they are now. (laughs) I can't even describe it. Like, uh, yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, because look, this is what it was before, what it is now. Dude, it looks like a dried up turd on the left. Yeah, and then a corn on a cob on the right. Yeah, really. What's it? Tracking. What's that say on the the caption? Uh, tracking ancestry of corn back nine thousand years ago. So that was nine thousand years ago. Whoa! It's literally just a string with like pods of corn on it, black, and it's black. <laughs> yeah, it looks gross. Like there's a lot of that was uh, fucking corn nine thousand years ago. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, that's like crazy, bro. <laughs> But people don't understand that. They're like, oh, yeah, no, back in, you know, yeah, back we kinda, in the day. <laughs> yeah, we kind of just think how things are now. This mm-hmm. has kind of been like that. But well, no, it hasn't. Well, it's just like grapes. Like grapes always had seeds in them until like the 60s or mm. somewhere around there. They uh, genetically modified grapes to be seedless. Yeah. So yeah. that's how you have seedless grapes. And some fruits are seedless. They're actually Clearly forms of GMO. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that shit went back as far as like the 50s and 60s. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been there a while. Which I would say that's a good GMO. Like seedless grapes. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, because you ever had one with seeds in it? Yeah. It's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. You Constantly just <laughs> can't just fucking <laughs> eat it. Like you gotta fucking worry about this hard thing in the center and you gotta spit it out. Right. You can't even eat comfortably because you gotta. You're like, oh, I'm going to hit a seat sometime. Yeah, you got to like, yeah, you can't just chill. It's like kind of like a little. It's in the back of your head. You're like. (laughs) It's like a small amount of work. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah. What were you trying to show me? Like the banana. Look at that shenanigans. Okay. So we got a list of fruits here. Uh, Wild watermelon. Let's see. Whoa. Judging by paintings of the fruit dating to the 17th century, watermelons may have once had seeds arranged in swirly geometric patterns, and they have a picture. So, like, it looks like one, two, three, four, five, six separate swirly patterns. That's what the inside of a watermelon once looked like. Yeah. Instead of this solid red uh, softness that it is now. Weird. That is weird, man. I didn't even know that. And here it goes. Uh, <laughs> modern wa- watermelon. Over time, humans have bred watermelons to have a bright red, juicy interior. The seeds are often removed by preventing the plants from being fertilized by pollination. Wow. Oh, yeah. And I, I knew about the banana. Yeah, it, it was the same thing. It just looked like he cut it open and it just had like a lot of... Seeds, isn't it? Like uh, air pockets, it looks oh. like in it. But yeah, I would say it's probably due to seeds. And it was this solid, short, little stubby green thing. <laughs> the wild banana. First bananas may have been cultivated at least 7,000 years ago in what is now Papua New Guinea. 
and were stocky and hard <laughs> with large, tough <laughs> seeds throughout the fruit's interior. Uh, that's almost a description of you, Juan. <laughs> 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 uh, let's see, a modern banana. Today's tastier bananas are hybrids of two wild banana varieties, Musa Acuminata and Musa Balbiciana. Probably butchered the shit out of those words, yeah. but I tried. <laughs> and that's how we get better, folks. <laughs> uh, so I won't go through. Corn's in. The corn one's in there, too. Yeah. It's, we already talked about that one. Yeah, it's the last one. Uh, carrots were Carrots? Whoa. A wild carrot? It literally, they have a picture what looks like a plant root. Yeah. With a bunch <laughs> of little roots sprouting out. Yeah, That's what a wild carrot was once. Uh, wow, that that's baffling. The first carrots were likely cultivated around the 10th century in Asia Minor and were either white or purple with thin forked roots and a strong flavor. Oh, yeah, I bet it was a nasty, strong stout flavor. Yeah. It looks fucking gross. <laughs> it, lo- it literally looks like a you're just eating the root of a plant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. That's literally what it looks like. Uh, modern carrots. Carrots today are large, bright orange, and tasty. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only description <laughs> he had for that. Uh, yeah. Let's see. <laughs> but if you want to look at it, Google like fruits, old, f- old, old days versus now, or something like that. Or just put fruits and vegetables be- before and after human domestication. Yeah, there you go. That's just like with the dogs. Dogs, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's no chihuahuas <laughs> back when Jesus was roaming the earth. Yeah, because <laughs> I used to think that. Like, how are there chihuahuas? And then mm. you learn that, well, they all came from wolves and from people. Mm-hmm. Like how you described them doing the watermelon just or oranges and stuff. And like, you know, get rid of the sour ones. They, you know, someone liked how a dog wasn't able to grow. And just, just like, oh, I'll take him. He's get cute. the shortest one. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, and then he got chihuahuas eventually. Yeah, but with uh, animals, which is so weird, like you have defects, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah, with the animals, like if you see, uh, like a, ooh, what's a dog? Uh, what do you mean a dog? Like you have like a like the tall. I know Japanese have this. Like you have the Akitas, and then you have a Shiba Inu, which is a smaller version. Of the Akita. Oh, uh, okay. It's like just shorter. Is that the short little puffy things that you see on YouTube videos? <laughs> with the curly with tail? The, yeah, and they look like they like they look like little toys. Yeah, like that movie Real Hachi. Puffy. I don't know if you've seen it. Hachi. Uh uh-uh. yeah, that's an Akita, but I'm not I don't I don't know if Akita have that, but there's like another breed with a shorter version. Uh, like they have a lot of complications throughout their lives, like health oh, yeah. issues or they die earlier. So that's what happens when you alter, you know, genetics so quickly mm. throughout, you know, because that was Shit's quick. It's permanently fucked. Yeah, because we that came from a wolf, like a chihuahua, whether you like it or and not. Wolves was a wolf. Most of them are fucking huge. Yeah. I don't know if people realize that. No, they don't. They are fucking huge, man. Like a mastiff is a it's bit smaller. Close. I think so. It's a mastiff little mastiff is pretty close. Because there's, I would say, yeah, they're pretty. Th- they're probably thicker because wolves yeah. are generally got a thin muscle, build, but even yeah. their thin build, man, they're, they're fucking muscle. big, yeah. dude. They're massive. Uh, I got to 
uh, mess with a full-grown female wolf when mm-hmm. I was like, I think it was like 19 or 20. And it, some uh, friend of a friend, mm-hmm. his dad had one, and they kept it in the backyard. And it was always chained up. I, mean, I mm-hmm. fucking hate seeing that shit. Uh-huh. Like, I don't understand if you have a dog and it's just always chained, chained up, up in the middle of a fucking yard. Like, you don't need it. Like, yeah, why even have it? Why <laughs> even have it? Like, it's a fucking prisoner. Like, anyways, uh, so they were like, yeah, go back there. I mean, the thing looks intimidating. But it was all giddy and happy and shit. And yeah. It wanted to play with the other dogs, the pit bulls that got to roam, roam around free. Mm-hmm. And, like, they would interact with it and then run off. But you could tell the wolf wanted to be part of it, yeah. part of wherever they're doing. But it's stuck on a, like, 10-foot fucking chain. But anyways, yeah. it was cool to walk up to it. And there, and I was nervous, man. Like I can I mean, just imagine thing, how big they are. It was big, like, like I'm six foot three. All right, uh, about one eighty. Well, at the time, I'm probably about one sixty five, one seventy. Mm-hmm. But I was still six three. Uh, this thing's head was like half my bottom of my chest and in my mm-hmm. stomach. That's where its head was naturally standing up and when it walked to me i got i got real close to it and yeah. i was just like, hey how you doing girl like whatever <laughs> its name was and it and you could tell it was happy and giddy as fuck dude like it was the behavior was so different and it it freaked me out i didn't and i was shocked by that i was just like i didn't realize i was mm-hmm. gonna be so shocked by how different a wolf is and it and she walked up to me sideways Oh really? Oh, yeah, okay. and I don't know if that means something. Now I just thought of that. I wonder if that meant something. Maybe. Her doing that, but she came at me sideways, and I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> I was just like, "What's then, going on?" Here? And she's and, and it seemed like she had a smile. You know how like dogs yeah. just look like they're smiling. Like she, the wolf had it too, and like mm-hmm. and she had her tongue out, and she's all like giddy, coming at me like not like completely sideways, but like at a. Angle. Like a forty-five degree angle sideways yeah. walking towards me, and I was just like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> like, weird. and I started petting her, and sweet, sweet wolf, like just sweet. But I felt so bad for it. It's just like chain in a fucking backyard. Like, it was never allowed in the house. What? It was permanently in the backyard. Yeah, and I, don't, I can't remember if there was a dog house for it or something, but I, I just don't care for, for shit that like big. that. Yeah. Dude, but, but it's like are, it was big dude and then legs scary. on it the legs on it were like long as fuck and like, that's a female that was a female yeah that's i just i want to see a wolf like they're huge know, man a, like close to see you know their statue but it's so weird and people uh, well, they just manipulated them when they were younger yeah, and you capture them, domestic, yeah. domesticated them, and you keep the friendly ones. Get rid of the aggressive one, ones. Yeah, you killed the aggressive ones. Uh, but yeah, and they just somehow form a partnership in hunting and all that. Mm-hmm. I think huskies are like the closest one to being like to the wolves. I don't know if that's Cause true, they're but the way they look. Yeah, mm. and plus they're like up in the north. They use them for skiing, not skiing. You know, like. On a sledge, yeah, or whatever you call that thing, yeah, the sl- or you're on the uh, snow, snow sleds, yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's the, that's another. Speaking of animals, mm-hmm. are just chained out in the open. No. That's how they're treated. Like they're in the cages. Dog sleds. <laughs> they're in cages. <laughs> oh, maybe, yeah. maybe some. No, they of are. Them, but they're, like the like the actual natives that still live mm-hmm. the igloo snow sleds lifestyle, mm-hmm. 
They just chain them up in the middle of the snow next to the igloo, and that's it. Because they can withstand all the temperatures. That is so crazy. I was just like, that's it? Like, they're just stuck on chains, <laughs> like, and their chains aren't that long. Like, like I think they can walk around in, like, a five-foot circle. Like, I'm just like, whoa. But it also makes sense because you don't need them running off because that's how you're surviving. Yeah. Is that's your transportation, and you've got to have it because you're not walking everywhere on foot in a snow. desert made out of snow. Like, your feet go down, like, <laughs> four feet <laughs> into the ground. Yeah, do you have, like, all your shit's, like, impervious to the weather and mm-hmm. wet and the cold? Nah. No. Nope. Well, get enough snow on your ass and <laughs> shit's going to start getting through somehow. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. It like, is, man. Like, I wonder how far back they date, though. Like, when they started domesticating wolves. Man, my guess would much. be... I want to say 10,000 years. 10,000 years from now, from this point? Yeah. Or I, I was going to say at least 10,000 B.C., like before oh, okay. the Ice Age melted. Because, uh, I mean, there's just so much evidence that human beings were doing some some like Weird shit, show. like deep sea fishing. Like they didn't oh, even think right. they were doing that before the ice melted, but they're finding evidence yeah. like, oh, yeah, they were fucking fishing out tuna. <laughs> yeah. Like, with these crazy hooks, like, and, so, I mean, and, like, like I'm a big fan of Graham Hancock, so, mm-hmm. you're familiar with him, right? I think you've you mentioned it before. Yeah, well, for, if somehow if no one knows, uh, Graham Hancock's, like, a, he went from, like, journalist to, like, he's kind of an archaeologist, but not legit on paper, but, like, this dude has a great theory on that. There used to be, at one point, uh, a worldwide civilization of some kind before the ice melted, before the worldwide cataclysms. And they have evidence, uh, like Randall Carlson, both these guys have been on the Rogan podcast, uh, definitely suggest you look that episode up uh, and listen mm-hmm. to it because, man, they got some great info. Because like, Randall Carlson's like a geologist, and he has evidence showing that an uh, asteroid or a comet hit the planet Mm-hmm. Right around the ice melting. Oh, okay. And, dude, like 10 million, something like 10 million square miles of land got just soaked up Jeez. when ice melted. Like, England and Ireland used to be one giant land bridge that connected oh, yeah. to France. And then, y'all, you know, and it is what it is today. And, and then Alaska and Russia connected mm-hmm. as well. Land bridge and all that shit. And the. Yeah, this is crazy. And they already mentioned, like, the Southeast Asia was this one giant strip of land all the way to Australia. Like, it connected mm-hmm. to most of northern Australia. And, like, uh, there's old, uh, I want to say back in 99, Graham Hancock did a documentary with Discovery Channel where they showed this in computer graphics when mm-hmm. they're talking about the ice melting and what lands existed before and then what disappeared mm-hmm. afterwards. Okay. 10 million square miles, man. You know how many... S- Humans like history just gone. Yeah, just on the bottom of the ocean floor somewhere. <laughs> like I wonder how many cities are down there. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's multiple. Oh, I mean, just around the Mediterranean, there's at least. Last I checked, there's at least sixty. Sixty off the coast of almost every bit of the Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. There's uh around. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. But I want to say around 60 known 
underwater cities just around the Mediterranean. Like, dude, there's no telling. No, there's not. Like, it's the shit. Like, we're probably coming up. Like, we're probably coming across technology that humans had for thousands of years and then lo- we lost it for the last thousands of mm-hmm. years and we're, we're just now rediscovering and we think we're all oh, we're so smart, smart and cool we're the oh, we're the greatest so far <laughs> like, you know like i wonder which technologies like one of them could be some form of electricity yeah i mean tesla had awesome things and that's within our lifetime mm-hmm. that went down the drain because of the government so to say yeah, well, and his uh, well, it's mainly his rival. Who was it? Uh, Jefferson, Edison, it Edison, or Hamilton? Which one was it? No, it was Edison. Edison. Was it Jefferson? No, Jefferson was a different guy, right? Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, he no. was in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was Edison. President, one of yeah, the yeah. fathers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get, I get them confused. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. But yeah, it was Edison. Like that asshole would like electrocute elephants. And animals in front of a crowd to say, "Oh, yes, this is why his is dangerous." Yes. And it's like in reality, no. you get electrocuted either way. Mm-hmm. Like, if, like people just didn't know better, and he knew that. But Tesla, I don't know if you remember, but he had like a machine that you didn't have to plug anything in. Like everything got electricity. Yeah, that's the idea. That was his uh, vision, wasn't it? No, oh, he had it. Or did he actually have it? He had it. Uh, but it's, the it's government took it off. Into yeah, the government teased. Is that a conspiracy theory, or is that is there some no they um, behind that? Because I mean, Franklin <laughs> was Franklin. Uh, the other dude was Edison. Was the he got money? Tesla didn't get paid for squat. Even the trade. Tesla actually worked for him. Yeah, Tesla didn't said, "Oh, I'm not a want the rights for it," or the, he would get manipulated, and he ended up being poor. Oh his yeah, whole, like whole his, life. Yeah, his, while the other dude got all the riches and the credit. Um, but yeah, he, he ended his life like broke as shit in some rinky dinky apartment and he fell in love with a pigeon. His last words, was it, uh, I forgot what he said. It didn't matter how much I worked. Like these people, let me look it up. But his words were like, don't you butcher him. I'm trying butcher his quote. How fucking dare you? I'm going to put Tesla on Elon Musk. It's going (laughs) to come up. Yeah, probably. Oh, Tesla stocks. Oh, so with the wolves, it was 15,000 to 40,000 years ago. We started domesticating them. That's not too long ago. When? When again? 15,000 to 40,000 years ago. For what? The dogs. Uh, The wolves. When we started domesticating them. Uh, I took a sip of water and I thought you were still talking about Tesla. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I can't find it. Yeah, that's all right. Man. He died in the hotel suite. Oh, that's what it was. It was a hotel suite. One yeah. of the greatest minds. Alone. Completely uh, here it is. casted out. He put, uh, all these years I spent in the service of mankind brought me nothing but insults and humiliation. Mm. And that was true. I mean. Yeah. But it shows you that people don't care about how good something is. They just well, live no, for the hype. It's just like the laws of power. They're mm-hmm. looking to better themselves and themselves only. It's a very selfish thing that humans do. Mm-hmm. Like 
It's like, well, you can almost say that about Steve Jobs, right? Uh, he didn't literally invent shit. Oh, no. He just made it better. He just no, thought of it, right? <laughs> Is that as far as he went? He thought of it, or maybe someone else thought of it, and he pers- he pushed it? He by, thought you know, of, like, threatening one or two people. things. <laughs> yeah, he did one or two things, but what he did was he made it, I want to say he made it better, but he made it more, he dumbed it down. Let's just put in those terms. Like, with the iPhone. He was a good presenter. And he present and it well, like made a, it easier for people to understand and it made it more appealing to them. Whether it was better or not, he knew it how was to just sell. appealing to the audience. Like, look at Android. Mm-hmm. Like, you can customize all that. You can, you know, make a whole bunch of other stuff in there because it's open. You can do whatever you please. But Steve Jobs made it elegant, so to say. He constricted all this, but he made it so appealing and so easy to function. That's what got people. People don't people care about the easy stuff they don't worry about they don't want to go for the hard stuff they don't care for that yeah yeah that's that's uh yeah people chase comfort Mm -hmm. that's i'm we're all guilty of that like not this guy i'm just kidding this guy i I sleep on a rock heck yeah i walk bare feet I look at everyone else like they're pussies. Yeah, I don't need <laughs> David Goggins does that. He was like, I don't buy groceries. That gives me comfort. Oh, uh, he says yeah, that? Yeah. No. So when you open my fridge, there's nothing there. I have to. Work. I have to go get something. Yeah. <laughs> I have to go kill something with my mouth, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to him not too long ago. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, you were listening to him? Yeah. Yeah, doesn't uh, he do a podcast? I uh, know. It was just... He had a YouTube channel. He has a YouTube channel. Oh, that's and what he, he does. does. I know he said snippets. I've seen an interview where he talks about like uh like he's you like such a he- heavy introvert like mm-hmm. us. Uh, would you consider yourself introvert? Yeah, I'm introvert. Yeah, you are. We're a lot we do like same shit. Uh <laughs> uh but he says since he's such a heavy introvert it's like it, like he only does like one a week or something like that. Well, in the yeah. interview he said a podcast, but uh-huh. the interview was probably like a couple years he's old. A, yeah. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that dude, that that's a man. What a that's an awesome human being, mm-hmm. David Goggins. Pushing himself, bro. I can't think. Uh, the stuff he goes through. Man, he went through By the, himself. <laughs> yeah, he went through some of the worst, like forms of racism. Uh, piece of shit, dad. Like yeah. super piece of shit. Like the dude was like a fucking abuser, like a gangster. His whole life, and that's the type of fucking life he lived. Mm-hmm. You know, slapping his mom around in front of him, shoving her down the stairs. Uh, you know, went to uh, a school in Indiana, and uh, I mean, it was this the leader of a KKK chapter was in the town, and the leader's son sat behind him in one of his classes in the high school he had to go to, and he got fucked with by by that guy and. A lot of mo- probably most of those students, mm-hmm. like uh, there's a story where he talks about where uh, he's running. I think he's playing a sport. I think it's basketball, high school basketball. I could oh. be wrong. He's playing something, and in the audience, they're they're saying the n word. Oh, they're chanting the n word at him. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, I mean, I think I've heard the story. I don't remember. That didn't stop him from doing something with himself. Like, Mm-mm. like everybody needs to know who David Goggins is, cause he, cause you're a crybaby b- 
bitch compared to him. We are. Like, yeah. <laughs> you think you went through some shit? Like, fucking listen to him talk about his shit. Just listen to him talk about his just his childhood. Like, I just barely mentioned. I barely mentioned in any of this stuff he went through. And, like, he still became a Navy SEAL. Mm-hmm. Dropped, like, 200 pounds in, like, what, like, in two, within two months or something like that? Or was no. it 100 pounds? It was 100 pounds. I forgot. But, it, yeah, he went to the he, Navy SEALs. Nobody believed he could do it because yeah. he was so overweight, this and that. Like, now look at him. This dude is a madman. Yeah, like, <laughs> a crazy, crazy motherfucker in a good way. <laughs> like, like that. maybe he'll be run for president one day. I don't know. That'd be great. I don't but, know. I don't know if I want to live in. He'd be like, no one. No one. <laughs> just cannot work out. <laughs> Everybody works out at 3 a.m. every yeah. morning. <laughs> No, I don't think he'd do that, but he'd probably just be real encouraging. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you think, too. Yeah. What you think. Oh, my God. But, uh, oh, uh, you know how you were showing, you and our buddy were showing uh, me a meme, Yes, was it yesterday, about the guy being all lathered in soap in the shower and the water got shut off? (laughs) Yeah, guess what? Yesterday couple hours after I get home from work, I'm like, all right, shower time. Mm-hmm. Boom, I get it running nice and hot. Boom, I get in there eventually, and I'm like lathering up. <laughs> I swear to you, Juan, right when I got done, I'm ready to rinse. <laughs> all of a sudden, I just hear the water getting like slower, and I look up, and I got one of those big like like rectangle square shower heads. Yeah. That, you know, you feel like you're in the fucking rain. Mm-hmm. Like... And I just watch it go from from my legs to like just slowly just petering out to nothing. And I was sitting there going, "Oh no!" <laughs> like holy shit! Like I was sitting there, and that's the first thing I thought was you and our buddy Nate, like just laughing about that meme. And I went, "Oh my god!" And I, dude, I started laughing real loud. Like I just thought it was hilarious. It's like, and I sat there for like two minutes, just like. <sighs> it's getting cold <laughs> like, and then so i had to tiptoe my ass out here and across the whole apartment to grab a case of water bring it back in there and by the way man that water is fucking cold it wasn't even in the fridge it's room temperature <laughs> water's just cold period man like that's what i like about it you don't have to have it in the fridge it's just room temperature james and it's pretty chilled but <sighs> dude i was just pouring it and was just sucking it up and just pouring <laughs> bottle after bottle all over my body just trying to rinse off and <laughs> i think Tony tomorrow, I'll be like, Dang. oh yeah he'd <laughs> laugh his ass off uh <laughs> and then i was just sitting there like god dang like <laughs> what well, with david like, goggins well, just, too <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was yeah i actually thought that too i was like run well, to the rain up, what's like, the rain at i gotta yeah. run over there naked <laughs> yeah so fucking what <laughs> Yeah, stay hard. <laughs> uh, uh, I like, did think about him. I was like, uh, I was just like, suck it up, do? bitch. Like, I still got to get clean <laughs> compared to like no water for like three days. Yeah. No, four days, four days and almost four days. But <laughs> in, I didn't bother. I showered once in those four days. Uh, that's hilarious. But uh, yeah, that shit was funny. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'm gonna show you the picture. What was that? I don't know. It sounded like our 
My neighbor was trying to come through the wall just now, huh? <laughs> I, guess I don't know so. if the audience could have heard that, but <laughs> it sounded like the wall almost caved in next to us. <laughs> but, uh, it's funny. Yeah, I'm just like, Jesus. And then, I don't know, th- this week's is like, I'm just like fucking like a, one of the Three Stooges characters this week. Like, didn't had the shower thing happen to me yesterday. Today. I'm hammering this, trying to hammer this beam in, and like, oh. and in such an awkward, tight little position we're in, where the only way I'm able to hit it is like in front towards of me, you. towards me, where my face is, and yeah, and guess what I did? I somehow missed a fucking beam with my mallet, and smack, smack myself right in the fucking nose, dude. I was so, I well, I was worried about my nose first, like I had. A uh, coworker that was with me, Joseph, like, "Hey, man, look at my nose. Is it cricket? Like, because right. I mean, I it was a solid hit, dude. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not surprised if it's bleeding. Like, like that's how solid of a hit it was. I mean, it's tender as fuck. Like, right where the bone meets your skull. <laughs> it's it's <like> cartilage. It's <laughs> cartilage. Yeah, it's cartilage. Not bone. There's no and bone. And I know there. that word too. <laughs> Fucking idiot. But I guess I knocked out some sense out of me. But yeah, just touching it hurts. Like there's some pain to it, but I mean it's not excruciating. I'm always just a reminder of gotta be careful, yeah. dumbass. I'm always worried that's gonna happen to me. Oh man! And when it happens, it's like slow motion too. <laughs> and it? unbelievable shock sets in. <laughs> man, yeah, because that happened to me. I I didn't drop a pallet on my foot, but a girl dropped a pallet on my foot. I had it underneath because I was trying to push it out. I'm talking like a pallet fertilizer, which is like. No. Oh, it actually had product on it. Twenty pounds per bag. Empty There's like up. sixty bags in there. I was like, she was trying to pick up the pallet, but she had it on neutral where it doesn't move. Mm-hmm. I was like, push it down, so you could lift up, so the pallet can actually lift the pallet up. The pallet jack. This girl squeezes it, which drops the pallet on my foot. And I just watched it on slow motion just happen. Her squeezing the handle. And, and I'm you're like, just like, no. I was like, God damn. <laughs> and it's right at the entrance of the store. Oh, really? It was We were building that little pod or section. Yeah. And it was right there when all the customers are coming in. Yeah. And I'm like hitting the pallet. I'm like, pick it up, pick it up. This girl panics and runs around. What do I do? What do I do? She ran off. She's running she around in circles, around. like, what I do, what I do. And then another girl comes over and is like, Eric, let me take care of it. And jack she's it like, up, dumbass. Jack it up. <laughs> I was like, and I'm like, God dang, my foot hurts. Like, I don't even want to look at it. So I just walked away. And I was like, I'll just finish my shift. You and mean you limped away? <laughs> no, I try to be a man. <laughs> yeah, I'll just walk away like nothing I hurts. walked away. <laughs> you couldn't tell something fell on my foot. <laughs> but, bro, that's, that's how it. you got around the corner. You started cussing. Yeah. <laughs> And she comes over to me, oh, look, you're okay. Obviously, I'm not okay. You see me over here. <laughs> <laughs> but that sucked, though. That day sucked. <laughs> God. But it all g- happened in slow motion. I could see that. I was like, no. <laughs> that's got to be one of the worst ways to get hurt, too, that someone else does it. Yeah. To well, you. on, and Because they're accident. just not fucking paying attention. Yeah. And you can't be mad because they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Oh, was she new or something? Yeah, she d- she's never worked a pallet jack, so I was teaching her, and she just <laughs> happened. When I say down, I guess it meant up for her. <sighs> teaching her to pallet jack, and you get yeah. your foot, foot smashed. 
Yeah. <laughs> that was the funniest thing. Oh my god. Uh, Where was I for that one? <laughs> I don't know. Was this years ago? Yeah, it was years oh, ago. Okay. I started. I was. It was in the afternoon. Mm. I think you were. Uh, actually, I don't know where you were at. You might have been in Tools. Oh wow! Yeah, that was when. I don't know if you knew her, Miranda. No, dude. <laughs> you don't remember a lot of people, people come and go in, in the business, so. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember their name. I remember faces, but names get squirrely real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're older. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Well, they say like you're only able to remember like what 150 names. After that, it's you're done. No, your brain's not. just like eh. Yeah, well, it just keeps the important parts. Yeah, like uh, face recognition. Survival, you know. Yeah. Plus, back then, did we have names back in the day? In yeah. Our primitive was, years? Yeah, your name no. probably was, uh, and mine uh, was, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> There was no uh, language. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I just told you I found a deer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird thing, like, you just point at things. I guess you drew things. I mean, look at cavemen that would drive. Oh, like the earliest the form of... Yeah, there was Language? no communication. Yeah. They would just draw. Well, I right? bet it was basic, like, animal sounds. Because animals communicate with just the sounds they can make. Mm-hmm. I bet, I, obviously, humans had to start like that, too. Yeah. In Way before place. we even started looking like or a dance. we are now. Like some birds, they dance. Like mm. bees, they dance to where the flowers are. Yeah. Well, some birds will dance to, like, a mating ritual. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, I'm sure there was some kind of like the certain sounds they would make Slap each that other. meant certain things. <laughs> Especially when it came to hunting, you know that shit got down to a T real quick. And all that was a, you didn't weren't successful at hunting. You just you died. Well, I don't know. Like on that, like I feel like there's a connection with mm-hmm. humans. Well, that's like with mm, time with being with each other. But like in my experience, like with music, if you had, you know, there's like three of us that we, I know, four of us that always play together mm-hmm. and like we could turn at each other and just by, you know, I guess moving our eyes or something like with the smallest detail, yeah, like body language with the smallest one, we knew what was going to go next. What we had to go to, if that makes sense. Like if there was a breakdown or a riff or we had to go back to the chorus, we just looked at each other and like at a quick glance. I'm talking like a second. Yeah. Not even. And we'll be like, okay, like we know what to do. Everyone just knows how to correct their own instrument yeah. in tune with everyone else's. Even with us like working, I'm pretty sure like I can look at you and be like, oh, like this is what we're doing. I don't even have to say anything. Mm-hmm. I just look at you, we look at each other, we're like, okay, this <laughs> is the next step. <laughs> I imagine like them hunting because you can't talk, first of all, because you might scare the animal away. Yeah. Well, so that's what I was saying. They were probably really good at like certain sounds, like not even bird-like sound. sounds or something. Like you have the Navy SEALs doing like hand gestures, but yeah. it's like oh yeah, like, whoa, like jumping around. Uh, well, probably not. You know, probably not causing a ruckus, but yeah, they, mm. dude, that would be something the to witness watch. being a time machine bubble and just watch like the earliest yeah. forms of human beings. I'm talking like a bit go later. Go out and hunt, because I know like the first ones just. Went at it like complete animals, like oh, oh yeah, just ambush, kill. get yeah. close as you can, and then go fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was probably like that for a while. For huh? a while, and then later on, they're like, okay, let's 
communicate a little better. Hey, did you notice when they get scared, they run in a certain direction? Yeah, when we do this. this so happens. you guys wait over there. <laughs> I'll come up from behind and chase them towards you, hopefully. Yeah. Like, But they it was probably more like... Ugh, uh, uh, <laughs> 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 and then, you know, fucking pounding the dirt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> A lot that's of hand weird. gestures. Yeah. I bet that's what it was. A little sounds and hand gestures. Like, it had to have been. On the dirt and like trying to draw something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like what would they draw? An arrow? No. They wouldn't oh, draw yeah. an arrow. They would draw stuff they have and seen. But would they draw an arrow though? Yeah. You've like never seen the cave way? paintings? Yeah, but I'm talking like before oh, the like, cave paintings. Like to communicate. Mm-hmm. Oh, before they even started the paintings? Mm-hmm. Like just, yeah, we're like just communicating in, during the day. Yeah. Just trying to get something going. Yeah, who was the first? Who was the first dude that went? You know what? Fuck sleeping in the cave, out in this fucking elements. I'm building some walls and putting a cap on top, which later was called a roof. Well, who was the first one? I mean, if you think about it, like you had different parts of the world. Like if you lived here. Evolving at different rates. Yeah, because like, uh, some people had caves, wise. other people had the rainforest, so they could use leaves. Yeah, people in the desert out of the yeah. leaves and stuff. You have igloos. People made it out of ice. So I guess not everybody was on the same page. Well, everybody you, had their the own. environment you're in. Yeah, yeah, that's how it went. So I guess it was the best spot for them to leave it, uh, to stay in a cave, just for. Survivable purposes. Yeah. If you live in the rainforest, I'm pretty sure. A little. And, th- and think leaves. of all. Yeah. Think of all the crazy fucking mammals we still haven't discovered that used to be around that they had to deal with or hunt. Yeah. Like, there's all. There's different types of saber tooth tigers. Like, it's crazy. Like, there was like. There's one. A well known one that, like, resided in the s- South America. Yeah. Like, like. They were like the king for the longest time and just out of nowhere they're gone. Like, that's bizarre. But I think the ice age ending has a lot to do with all that. Yeah. Especially what was it, mammoths? Mammoths? Mammoths. Yeah, there's They were like Ice Age era. Yeah. Nothing afterwards. The like tundra area, like Siberia, Russia. I mean there's But uh yeah, there's a reason why they they all had hair. <laughs> <laughs> like but yeah, that's crazy to think that. Like, I mean, in North America, there used to be a, a short-faced bear, and this thing is as big as a fucking like, like a mid-sized truck. Like, it's almost as big as a fucking uh, Toyota Tacoma. Yeah. Like, imagine being like the early humans just trying to cross that damn land bridge into yeah. North America, and then boom, and then. You just see something kind of brown, and you're like, "What is that? Like a furry rock? Like it's just chilling?" You're like, "Come up from behind it. Yeah. Like, what is this? What is this? That's a big old furry rock. It must be some kind of moss growing yeah. on the rock." And it fucking moves and turns around and looks at you, and it's like well over six feet taller than your ass. Like, <laughs> this is like, "Oh shit!" Like, running after you. Yeah, and it's on all fours, and it's taller than you. Runs That's how faster big than that you motherfucker too. was. Huh? It runs faster than you too. Yeah, because it's huge. Like it's it's stride with probably like ten yards. I know. Like, if not more. I can barely keep up with you, my short legs. Yeah. Imagine a bear. <laughs> yeah, you're like you're like Marvin the Martian walking yeah. next to me. 
I know I gotta keep <laughs> up with you. You got like uh, two and a half to my one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. I don't ever realize how tall I am until people point out, or I'm around like Me. a <laughs> lot of short people. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> Guess I am pretty tall. Yeah, you are pretty tall. And especially I was jerk. Like I was at the grocery store the other day at Kroger, and uh, this nice lady I was walking by, and she was wanting a box of the minute rice, the mm-hmm. big box, but it was on the top shelf, and there was only two boxes left, and they were all the way on the back right. of the rack. <laughs> and I'm just walking down the aisle trying to get to uh, you know the Uncle Ben's rice, mm-hmm. in a which is right next to her, and she's like, "Young man, could you could you just help me real quick and uh." Grab me a box of rice. It's just I just can't reach it. And she was like probably as tall as you. Yeah. Uh, how tall are you? Five, five, six. Five, six. But uh, and I was like, ah, sure. And I I grabbed it and I was like, do you need both of them or just one? And she's like, oh, just one. And then she was saying, you know, I have a my youngest son is as tall as you, just tall like you. And I was like, you know, just laughing and had a little mm-hmm. nice little conversation real quick. And then like, and I just went ahead and grabbed the other box, pulled it forward, and like <laughs> just in case. Yeah, you know, I came along. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like a lot of people are short. That's so weird, though. Like, my parents are like... tall folks to help out. I know. <laughs> my parents are like, you're pretty tall. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, in Mexico, I might be pretty tall. But here, I'm I'm short. <laughs> yeah, you, you at like, the bottom. My friends are tall. They're like, oh, go get this. Like, you're, you're taller than average. me. I know. I'm like, bro, <laughs> I'm short. <laughs> to you, I'm tall, but I'm short. <laughs> you you make it up with your sexiness and your manliness, yeah, my, don't you? My muscles. That's my workout. Muscles. But if you go to Korea, you're pretty. Or Japan, you're tall. Or China. Speaking of Korea, let's, peoples. Let's let's dive into the world of K-pop <laughs> why? and why Wan likes it. <laughs> it's not K-pop. Isn't that what that shit is? It is K-pop. It okay. Is. Well, you're a big fan of which one? Uh, no, Twice. Twice. They say Twiceu. Twiceu. That's how they pronounce it. Oh. Well, I do like one of the girls on there. Her yeah. name's Momo. I'm like, ooh, she. she you want to go down this beautiful. this road, huh? Yeah, your girl might be listening. That's right. Oh, okay, she, she gets mad at other stuff anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, your girl's Japanese, not Korean. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I guess. Well, at first I hated it because my sister would watch. Okay. Like 10 dramas in one day, like back to back. Oh, Korean dramas? Yeah. Like okay. Just sit in front of a computer. I'm like, do something with your life. Yeah. I'm not that. I know there's people that binge watch Netflix and all that. I myself can't do it. Like after an episode, I'm like, I got to do something else. Like I, I have to do something productive. I got to read, go work out or something. Yeah. I can't just sit down. Which is good. For 10 hours and watch it like they do. Right. Those are my sisters. I'm like, how do you yeah. watch I was like, yeah, I just watched a Korean drama. It's like 12 episodes. It took me like a month. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I watched it in, in one day. I'm like, what? Yeah, I was here. I already watched it. Like our buddy, Robert. <laughs> I was like, it just came out <laughs> yesterday, bro. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I woke up at 5 a.m. And started watching. Started watching it until it was done <laughs> at 6 p.m. I'm like, damn, I like, dude. I can't do it. Like, I once I stand up and go to the restroom, that's it. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> no, like, but... Their culture over there is completely different from ours. Mm-hmm. And like, well, of course it is. One of their things is like reincarnation. They use that a lot. Like, oh, they're big believers in it. Mm-hmm. Dude, there's some interesting cases in that. But, uh, but that's the thing. They still believe in God. Like, they believe 
like when you die mm-hmm. you meet like your green reaper whatever you want to call it and then death yeah. judges you it's not death it's like god sends these people to do it's like the he's job. the doorman checking yeah. the list. Like, I don't see yeah, your pretty name much. <laughs> so you have like three <laughs> options. You can either reincarnate and live your life again to do good deeds so you can get to heaven. Yeah. Or you go directly to heaven or you just disappear. You banish. You you cease to exist, so to speak. Yeah. And I was, I was surprised by that culture. Like that aspect. So you either make it to heaven or you just fucking just yeah. delete it. Yeah. Or you, you're born again. Oh, oh, there's a third option? Yeah, you, reincarnation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I kind of like the reincarnation idea. I don't know. It's weird to me. What, like, which one would you choose? Which one would I choose? Heaven, be deleted, or reincarnation? I mean, I'm Christian, so I have to pick heaven. But in all honesty, like... <laughs> I have to pick heaven. I have to. Like, <laughs> my religion tells me to pick that. But but no, what's your heart telling you, Juan? What's my heart telling what's you? What's your heart? I Listen to it. Other than it. That's like, that's that how it sounds? Teeth? Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> I don't know what to pick in all honesty, because I'm not saying I want to live forever, but <laughs> I kind of do. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't I don't like the idea of death. I don't like I myself don't want to die, if that makes sense. Because even though I have my religion. Mm-hmm. I feel like once you die, that's it. You cease to exist. You have no more conscious. Everybody's like, oh, you turn into darkness. No. So deep inside, you think that's what will happen? Yeah. Like, it's just over? Mm-hmm. You don't think you go into, like, another dimension or something? Mm-hmm. Or the next level? Or maybe nope. you wake up and the whole time you were playing a VR game? That right. seems so real. <laughs> like that on Rick and Morty? That's right. <laughs> have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen that's that. fucking great. But that's inside of me. Like, that's it. You have... Like, just think of how you were before you were born. That's how it is afterwards. There's yeah, you that, think, like, that, there's that is a funny next. argument. It's like, well, like, what, what makes you think there's nothing? Well, do you remember anything before? <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah that's oh. kind of a point there. That's, uh, that's like, my proof right you there. You cannot deny that. But, but I, I wish there was like some type of, like you said, reincarnation. Well, do you want you want to talk you about go down this rabbit hole? Or no, I actually wanted. I want you to finish your how you got to loving Korea. Oh, K-pop. Oh, my bad. Okay, Korean girls. Oh, okay. Let's Let's go back to back. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that another episode. Yeah. (laughs) Oh well, their culture, like, uh, is it so the culture drew you in? Yeah. Like, what what made you even look into Korean culture or anything Korean in the first place? My sister was watching a show called Running Men. It's uh variety show so to speak Korean in Korea. show mm-hmm. okay it's pretty famous over there so they just bring like famous people or girl groups whenever they want to promote their cds and they do stupid stuff like they play tag or they do you know clues like it's like a full day like a 16 hour day that they're there they're like oh mm-hmm. here's a clue go around the city and try to find the other clue and then you're gonna eat here and then when you're eating, you're going to play a game. And then it just goes on like that. It depends on on the group and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But they did that. And, I, and it's a funny show. So that's, that's what got me. But then I saw twice as in just a regular group. Like it just popped up like YouTube recommendations. Mm-hmm. And I just, they were in Switzerland doing like a 
tourist thing. They were in the mountains and you were like being all walking. cute and shit. You were walking through wire <laughs> while everything underneath you was like empty. Like Oh, didn't you show me something like that? Mm-hmm. Or they're walking on a glass sidewalk? Yeah. They where you're literally that. looking down a canyon. You're yeah. like, ah. So, and I don't know if I could do that. Obviously, one of the girls was like super cute. And I was like, ooh, who's this, who's this girl? Yeah, and then I got name? to. Uh, the first one was Suyi and Sana. They got my interest. Oh. So then, and none of them are Korean. One's Taiwanese. The other one's Japanese. Oh, <laughs> a little variety pack. And then <laughs> from there, it just the went Asian into a rabbit hole. Pack. I like yeah. <laughs> then I started learning more about their culture how they do things which is like their language as well like how they speak like it's closer to you know spanish like you have how you talk to your elders compared Mm -hmm. to your younger people like english you don't have that you don't No, you just talk yeah Yeah. how you talk to a baby you would talk to a grown adult like there's no well no you do your baby voice oh yeah oh you got a poopy poopy but yeah that's the and I was like, okay. And then sooner or later, you know, I liked the way they, you know, they're more about their fan base. Like the musicians know the fans have the power over them. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get what you're saying. So like, like they, they don't take the fans for granted. Kind of like no. how the U.S. Like does. a lot of American artists, music artists do. They yeah. just kind of like do whatever they want and. They start getting some money and all mm-hmm. of a sudden their shit don't stink kind of thing. Yeah, like over or there. They start making songs bragging about it. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't get that. I don't get it Just either. real quick, I don't understand like rap music where they're bragging about having so much stuff for themselves. And it's mm-hmm. like you do realize majority of your fan base is nowhere near that. Yeah. And I don't know. I just find that very strange that – and people who are like making – almost nothing or just jamming these songs like mm-hmm. it's like it's so cool and it's just like I, I don't get it like the lyrics don't match my life no and, and nor are they singing about something like meaningful evolving yourself yeah. yeah or i mean not With all of them are like that i'm just talking about the ones that do sing like that mm-hmm. they're just always my chain my goldness and like it's like yeah sex where's the uh, deep thoughts <laughs> like yeah you don't have that that's not a lot. There's not a lot like that in rap. And if there is, it, they always seem underground. Mm-hmm. Like guys like Immortal Technique and uh, dang, I had someone else in mind, just left my head. <laughs> Anyways, but you get what I mean. Like they actually yeah. sing about sh- shit and mm-hmm. how they evolve themselves, or you know what they notice about society, and you know observations yeah, rather than much. Uh, self. They write the same thing, Clothing. just in different order. Yeah. <laughs> some of them do. Yeah. But, like, but, but I mean, I get, like, some of those songs where they finally get some money and they want to mm-hmm. sing about that. Yeah, I get that. But, but it's, you never uh, it's, on a a, it's like a lot of your songs on al- a lot of your albums afterwards. It's like, okay. Yeah. You're not talking about like, so are, you, are you not evolving? <laughs> are you not growing as a person? Nope. I guess not. It's just always... Got bitches <laughs> at my fingers and like money to waste, money to waste, Drugs and at millions my nothing to me. And <laughs> like, okay, man, so weird. Yeah, that's all that but, matters. Yeah, but I, just a quick interjection on that. But. Oh, yeah, but no, like over there, it's pretty hardcore. Like, if my sister was saying, like, if a 
and a guy group like that she followed one of the members got married uh-huh. the fans got pissed off so they kicked the guy out from the group like they're that hardcore wow so it's it's pretty intense so that's how they have power but also the uh, artist go ahead i'm sorry no what no i just said they also, have power over, over the, the artists oh, okay yeah. uh but isn't the world of k-pop that's a very hard world to be in yeah like because they they go into tryouts like what teenage years yeah like eight years old and i mean they're they're like, there they're, for ages. It, they're trying or dying like that's how bad they want it and once you actually make it uh like the strict the strictness of their lives mm-hmm. and lifestyle like i remember watching an interview of a guy a couple of years ago a Korean K-pop singer and he was describing how like he always dreamed about being a K-pop star and he he is he's so humble that he somehow made it and cuz it's a very hard thing to get into yeah. over there and uh, uh he was just describing how you know the interviewer was talking talking to him like well what what things are you missing out on that you know normal people aren't due to this lifestyle and he's like well uh i miss the uh like just being able to go out and just spontaneously you know meet a girl and yeah. date her that's not available for him uh-uh. like it's all about the music the show business yeah it, i mean it is hardcore show business your lifestyle is very strict I guess you're literally under a microscope on yeah. your fan base, like mm-hmm. to a damn T, just about. Yeah. And and yeah, he was just describing. He's like, yeah, a long like I I, I missed out because I think he was 26 at the time during yeah. this oh, okay. little interview. And then it was kind of like a documentary thing, or following him around and stuff. But like, uh, but he said like I missed the young lust. Oh yeah, I, I think that's you. the words he used. The young lust, I, I I completely missed out on it. Yeah, you do, dude. I'm I got goosebumps just <laughs> saying that. Like, <laughs> like, damn, dude. I felt sorry for him, but it's like he knew the consequences yeah, when of you go his in. choice. So it, it it wasn't like a complete heartbreak for him. But he, mm-hmm. when he was talking about, it, he he didn't, you know, he did seem sad about it. Yeah. But I mean, it, he got what he wanted too, and he, he is living what he wants. Yeah. But it's a hard it's word, a, that, dude. They. Sacrifice everything, uh, don't they? Yeah, some don't because some get up there real quick. Like, I need you to understand. Like, if Adele went in one of those, like Adele, or oh, like, yeah, okay, someone like uh, who's who's like Demi Lovato right now, they wouldn't Lovato? go in. Lovato, Demi Lovato, oh Lovato, I said like, Lovato. Oh my, like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> they couldn't get in. Like, there's certain weight you have to keep. Like, you have to be like a hundred pounds. Oh shit! So they're like they're weigh you every week. So it's Every like being a model. Week. On top of that, you're a singer. Yeah. You have to be and you pretty. Make music. Yeah, you have to be pretty. Yep. Like almost. Yeah, even the guys, gorgeous. like yeah. the guys and girls, that, those who don't know much about mm-hmm. K-pop, like your you, your genetics is <laughs> a big part of how far you're gonna get in that mm-hmm. thing. And then you have to have unique traits. It all depends on what you know. Uh, entertainment mm-hmm. you go into because there's different ones but it's pretty it's a harsh world i mean i didn't like that part of it and i didn't know until my sister told me because she's 
that's the first thing I learned about oh, it when I knew you were into it, and I kind of came across it one yeah. day on YouTube, and I was like, oh, I'll see what's going on. See what Juan likes. And that's the first thing I got to learn was them doing the tryouts. Yeah, I think yeah. it was part of the same film where they were following that guy, and then they mm-hmm. were showing some of the girls, like, just, like, aren't they doing, like, ungodly hours of, like, learning yeah. how to synchronize dancing and all mm-hmm. that? And You have to be And that's point. part of the training, and that's part of, like, you either make it out of there or you don't. No. And I'm talking, it's the slightest things they critique you on. Oh, like yeah. Like, slightest thing. Like, it's pretty hardcore. And mm. all this, you're, they're charging you for all this training. And this is, this is not free. Like, your bill is racking up when you do the training. Like, if you ever become big, uh-huh. like, and you make money, they get the first checks. Like, you, you don't see any money until you pay the debt off. Oh, the, the agency or whatever? Mm-hmm. Damn. And and that could take, like, because one from twice, one of them, the leader, Gio, like, she was a training for 10 years. So she had to pay. Before she made it? Mm -hmm. Before she made it to that group. Wow. So she was just, like, floating in the ether. Yeah, for 10 years. For 10 years, trying to get in that world. Mm -hmm. And then another one from that same group, Mina. It paid off. She just went in one year, and she made it big. Yeah, some it all dep- well, she she is like gorgeous. Not gonna lie. Well, then she probably just got the, the dance shit down. Yeah, well, she was too. a ballet dancer. Oh, so yeah, she she grew up. But and then you have the options like, oh, everybody gets paid equally, or do we have, you know, different pay rates for each one? Yeah. And then for twice, it was like, oh, everybody's equal. So her ten years, that debt got distributed between all the members. What? Yeah, because they're all getting paid at the same time, at the same rate. But they're taking money out of the other's checks mm-hmm. to help pay, like, the yeah, other her, person's yeah. debt? So if one of them becomes, like, a huge movie star, she gets, like, a $1 million check. She has to split it with the rest of the group. Oh, wow. It's an agreement they do before it they... It's in the contract. Mm-hmm. Which is weird, but I like their... Well, I just like twice because of their... I mean, they're nine, obviously, and they have different backgrounds. Japanese, there's an American one in there, Taiwanese, and then Korean. There's an American girl in yeah, there? Yeah, Mina. She was born in America, but she oh. grew up in Japan. Oh, that's right. I think you told me that. But And they have the different cultures all mixed together, and yeah. then they're just funny all throughout. You know, you see like a They do a bunch a of family. goofy shit. I mean, they started, some of them were like, you know, still in high school when they were huge celebrities. So you see their girl, you see all... Oh, this member's like the mom. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like the oldest one's got to be the leader and yeah. keep everyone in check. And you see the different personalities that pop up. And you're like, man. And you're like, man, I wish I had like a group like that. Like, like at all times. Oh, yeah. Like we're just Const- you know, succeeding together, pushing Traveling ourselves. the world together. Yeah. Doing what we love. Yeah. I guess that's one of the things that attracted me to it. Obviously, they're beautiful, but I mean, that's beside <laughs> the point. <laughs> And have Other than being hot, hot as fuck. Yeah, having dance moves and all the shenanigans. Does it drive you crazy yeah. when they spin around <laughs> and you get to see their butts? Oh, my God. Woo! Man, those, the things they wear, they're, like, super short, too. I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Because it sells. <laughs> yeah, that's Juan. true. I don't know. I guess. You ever seen, you ever been to a site called Pornhub? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I do like their albums. They're a bit more. They have like photo books, and I'm a huge photographer. Oh yeah, so I like with them. you to one of those stores. What's that store? Mm. Is that a 
that type of store. What's that called? Where you go in there and you buy like K-pop uh, stuff. I guess a K-pop store. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I, I thought it had a name to it. So I mean, it's just called it Ten by does. Ten. No one I go oh, to. Oh, the one you go to. But and they're Korean there. So. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a different take on a different culture. I mean, it's like me. Like I have two cultures, which is weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think about it as normal. Like, I'm like, James, why are you so dumb? Like, how do you not know this? You know, yeah. <laughs> when, when I talk about something, I just forget about that sometimes. Yeah. But with this, like, it, it's like, oh, it's a different culture. Like, it's a, and it's fascinating just to think about. Yeah. I guess that's why. Different upbringings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now that you're learning a new language, I'm like, how is it? It's weird. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, for me, like, I know two languages. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, it's easy to translate back and forth. And I see you struggling, yeah, learning Spanish. Yeah, now I'm over here like, how how does how does the mind think on a person that knows you know three languages? Like, yeah. how do you think? Like, what's the first? And I'm learning thing go, that goes in. Like for me, certain words if you say mm-hmm. in English, mm-hmm. I process it in Spanish. You're like the thought in your head is yes, yeah, in, in Spanish, and then oh wow, it translates it into English when I speak back to you. There's certain things I'm better at at Spanish, yeah, than at English, yeah, and it's just and it weird. makes sense too. And I'm like, man, and then I'm like, oh, and if I learn Korean, like, there's gonna be certain things that's gonna come in in that language, and then it's gonna be, you know, working their magic up in my brain yeah. to where I could communicate it. But yeah, I just find that fascinating mm-hmm. as well, like the language thing, the different cultures. And then, like, some words don't translate, and you're like, well, what is that word? Like, one oh, word, yeah. it's like, uh, day before yesterday. Like, you don't have a word for it, but Spanish speakers do. <laughs> really? Yeah. And you're like, well, what do you need a word for that? Well, we just have it. The day before yesterday. Yeah. Not yesterday, but the day before. I have a word for it in Spanish. What is it? Antier. Huh? Antier. Antier? Mm-hmm. Did I say it right? Like, a little Antier. Are you using like un? An. An. Di. Di. Er. Er. There you go. An di er. An di. An di. Er. Uh-huh. Oh. That's like the day before yesterday. Oh, damn. And you'll be like, why would you have that word? Like, <laughs> yeah, that what sense? situation am I going to be in where I'm using that? So when you say <laughs> the day before yesterday, I'm like thinking, oh, I, that's the word I picture in my head. Yeah. Not what he said, but the Spanish word. It's weird, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's that's interesting. I didn't that never even crossed my mind. No. Yeah. Now you will once you learn Spanish. Yeah. Like, yeah, cuz I'll do it but just the opposite. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting. It's a process. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been fun. fun. I've been using the Rosetta Stone, which uh I got it for free through doing Uber Eats, Eats. you know, maintaining that gold status. Uh-huh. Sometimes I like to go extra big and get the platinum status. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's one of the things I like about Uber Eats. Uh, they they pr- seem pretty supportive, too. Uh, like, my car insurance went expired, and I recently moved, and some reason I mail-forded my damn address, and... Yeah. I've only gotten like three things a mail in the last like four months. <laughs> yeah. And like it's, they're still showing up at my grandma's. I'm like, God, dude, like, what is the point of mail forwarding right. if nothing's going to be forwarded? <laughs> but like, uh, 
Yeah, so I get Rosetta Stone for free, so I just get on there when I can. Yeah, it's working out for you though, for yeah. sure. Especially if I'm able, if if I force myself to do at least like 15, 20 minutes every single day, yeah. like it's it's like, repetition that makes yes. the dream come true. Ooh, just Ooh. like your muscles. Yeah, for I folks mean, that don't know, he's a little bodybuilder. I need food for that too, though. One's <laughs> a little bodybuilder. No, I wouldn't call myself bodybuilder. Just but you bulk. Guy. Yeah, but not looks, as big as you, those bodybuilders. Yeah, you just do it <laughs> in a normal, Sometimes healthy, unhealthy ways. But yeah. Oh, the way you do it. Yeah. Sometimes unhealthy. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm talking about the way you look. Oh yeah. You look, <laughs> you look good and like you're filled out. Yeah. Not no homo, bro. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So. I mean, I like how I mean. Wait, do you Rosetta Stones to teach you the proper uh, Spanish? Oh, yeah. I'm learning Not the proper Spanish, which is like Spain Spanish. Yeah. Right? Because what did I say? Boligrafo? Yeah, that's a pen. It's pen to but you. And you're like, Mexican. what? Yeah, I was like, who taught you that? Yeah, because like, I, I asked you, <laughs> do you have a pen, which is... Uh, Boligrafo. Yeah. Tiene un, un boligrafo. Mm-hmm. And I looked at you, and I was like, what? Who, who? Yeah, and you're like, notebook or something? I was like, who... What I was like, I know what you're saying, but who taught you that? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, was that a stone, baby? I was like, it's not teaching you right. I no, was just kidding. Like, no, but yeah, it's teaching you proper. Yeah, and I don't have Mexican slang as a category, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the problem. If you go to Mexico and you say that, yeah, and people, they're gonna be like looking at me. People aren't gonna what 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 is that? He just made something yeah. up. <laughs> Fucking ignorant white boy. <laughs> like my dad wouldn't know what you just said. Yeah, that would probably, be like, yeah. what the hell. My mom would know. He'd probably look at you like, oh, yeah. what's wrong with your friend? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is strange. But yeah, weren't you telling me like like northern Mexico, they the language is different compared to like southern Mexico or something like that? Yeah, like each like state has each? their thing. It's like in the U.S. like you have. <laughs> oh, yeah. From yeah. New York. It's the accent. For you, it's mostly the accent. It's like north say pop, we say soda. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah, same thing. Different language, but in Mexico... In a a Mexican way. It's almost amplified. Okay. Because, like, people from Chihuahua, it's the sh that they amplify. So instead of saying Chihuahua, they say Chihuahua. Chihuahua. Chico. Like, they emphasize on the thing, Mm -hmm. even though there's no need for it. People from Puerto Rico that speak Spanish, they... Talk differently. They, they really they roll scream. the fuck out of those R's, don't they? No, that's fine. <laughs> I was just trying to guess. <laughs> They're like, uh, I, they always say "papi" or "mommy," like that's their word. Oh uh, like, yeah. If a, even if you don't know them, they'll be like, "Hey," if a Puerto Rican just came up to you and be like, "Oh yeah, papi, cómo está," and you're like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, what's "papi" mean? Daddy. Oh well, I thought it had another meaning. <laughs> okay, I'll just or that dad, up. but it's daddy. Okay, yeah. and you're like, what? Imagine someone came up to you and be like, "Hey, Daddy, how you how you doing?" I'm like a guy. It's kind of like a an American like, version would be, "Hey, boss," which I don't know why, but I fucking hate that. <laughs> like, I don't call me boss because I I feel like you're up to no good. Yeah. Like, what are you? Fu- well, you, you what is this the intro to you trying to manipulate my ass? Right. You're gonna <laughs> call me boss like I'm just instantly your buddy. Yeah, but that's their language. They scream, and then obviously they have other words. For the same thing that they made up in their country, but I don't know them. Same thing with the Mexico. If you so look. every country has that going on. Yeah, well, duh, that makes sense. But, but uh, Mexicans do it. It's interesting. You know, they exaggerate sometimes on them. 
<laughs> like a lot. <laughs> What's another one they exaggerate on? Mm. I can't remember. Oh. Isn't that weird? Like, you know, Whoa. but if you got to sit there and pinpoint one, yeah. it's like, okay. oh, my mind's blank now. People from the, I don't know how they talk, but they have a certain accent or way of talking. People from Mexico City, from mm-hmm. the capital, like they have a certain aspect and they, you know, the identify things in a certain name mm-hmm. that other people in the rest of the c- country wouldn't understand. You know, be like, what, what did you just say? And then they'll have to explain it to you. Yeah, but it's 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 just weird. It is <laughs> same thing with the U.S., but it's not as bad in the U.S. though, from what I've seen. Yeah, because I mean, if anything, you're just like, what? What's, why are you yeah. saying that? Like, it's <laughs> always like, like, what is that? What? Yeah, <laughs> like kind of like a uh, New Yorkers will instead of saying pizza, they'll say we'll go out and get a pie. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> but it's like a different word completely in Mexico. Uh, Let's go get a pizza. They'll say something out of. Something you never even heard yeah. of, but it means pizza. Yeah, for them. I'm and like, you're what? like, what? <laughs> it's like looking a at different you like, language. hey, idiot. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but they're rude over there, though, for sure. Like, if you go Ooh. to another state, like, and you kn- they know you're not from there, like, sometimes they treat you like complete utter poop. Oh, like the different states in Mexico mm-hmm. or just like, yeah, no, you I'm from around than here. You, yeah. you go back to Chihuahua, you <laughs> yeah. fuck. Like, <laughs> really? It's, yeah. Wow. It's not like Texas. We're like, oh, it's bigger in Texas. Like, get with the plan. No, they're a bit hardcore over there. And plus, you have cartel running stuff now. So now? Hasn't it been, like, forever? I mean, <laughs> not from where I was over there. <laughs> when yeah. I lived over there, it wasn't this bad. So now it's, they have it more control. more in the shadows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now it's just, like, body. It's, like, typical to see, like, 12 bodies just hanging off a bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think most Americans understand that. No. That is a normal thing in Mexico. Because if that happened in America... Oh, you bet your sweet ass it's on the news for like the next six fucking months. Yeah. And and everyone's Jesus. losing their shit. Yeah. But in Mexico, it's just uh, uh it's just like, oh well, that's another story. Yeah. I'm I'm telling you, like people get beheaded over there for cheating on you know Yeah, that cartel that filmed his wife wife beheading his own wife. Like these people cut out your hearts while you're still alive and the heart's still beating in their hands, like yeah. This is normal over there in certain parts, obviously. In like in tourist, you go to the tourist parts, obviously, it's not that bad. Like No, and a lot of the tourist parts are cartel run and yeah. protected. That's why they, they want your money. Like, mm-hmm. hey, tourism's good money. <laughs> Leave them alone. Yeah. It's crazy. But if they venture outside the tourist areas, I don't know. And then you just. Certain parts of Mexico, yeah. I'm sure you just don't. You don't tread. No, like Quades is one of them. That was a big one. Oh, especially yeah. with, you know, raping, kidnapping. Girls, God. it's it's weird, real weird. How yeah. would you you just cross the border and it's a different? Do you, you know, know about mentality. the? Do you know about the? The white population of Mormons? No, that live in northern Mexico. Mm-hmm. You don't know about that? Mm-mm. Oh, you know how they got there is a, uh, you know, Mormonism was doing the was that multiple wives polygamy? Yeah. Uh, well, when it got outlawed. A bunch of those Mormons went, fuck you, United States government. We'll go to fucking Mexico and continue this polygamy. And that's what they did. And to this day, that's where Mitt Romney comes from. Oh, really? Yes. That's where his dad comes from. His family still lived there. Like, when he was running for president, Vice 
did a coverage. They went down there and hung out with his family members, by the, by the way, whom he doesn't keep in contact with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were at war with the cartel in the local area. Mm-hmm. Like, they had family members get killed. For, for it? from the cartels like just stored like one guy on there will tell you how uh an uncle of his got captured and they were trying to get to the wife but they all have their homes like fortified oh, like they're yeah. ready for besiegement. oh yeah like you, you, like cartel shows up and wants to do a 24-hour siege they're already ready for it they're ready for you to do it for six months like that's how fortified their homes are built and they couldn't get into the wife so they like tortured the the husband outside the home mm-hmm. to try to get her to come out and then uh, they end up taking them down the road and killing them and left Jeez. them on the side of the road where they could find them. That's how it be. And they, uh, the, and the Mormons uh, resulted to using uh, U.S. military uh, terrorist uh, fighting tactics. How, oh. How they uh, form tactics in Iraq, like the way they will set up a, a observation post on a hill that overlooks a main highway intersection yep. or something. They had to do that. And they actually, arm, you know, they're armed to the teeth. And it's crazy, dude. Like, they yeah. actually have to worry about that. Yeah, Mexico's a They have to animal. fight them and kill them and, and keep their families safe. And the cartels are all about, you know, <laughs> when they feel like it, fucking kill them. Yeah. That's fucking nuts, man. <laughs> like, holy <laughs> shit. It's, it's pretty crazy over there. But a lot of people go because it's pretty cheap, like, housing-wise. Like, you can mm-hmm. get a brand-new building, two-story, you know, made out of cement. For like a thousand pesos. For like thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. Which is pretty cheap. Yeah. In the private area. Like high in a good area. Yeah. Wow. And you're like, what? I'm like, I should live over there. Well it's yeah. kinda like uh the country Belize. Mm-hmm. That's why it's really? a huge retirement type place for Americans and I guess anybody else outside that country go there because mm-hmm. they can live really large for super That's fucking cheap. That's where that guy McAfee the 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 Norton uh, security thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know about that guy. Yeah, yeah. That, that dude's a nut, but that's where <laughs> he went. Uh, but I think didn't they get him not too long ago or something? Well, something happened with him eventually, but uh, uh, but yeah, that's crazy though. It is. Uh, if only I mean I, I want to go back though, check it out after all these years. But uh, only if you know if it's gotten better, like. Violence wise, because yeah. I do. There's videos on YouTube. You can watch Mexican military getting full flown, full blown firefights with cartels yeah. at any moment, anywhere in the town. Yeah, this is Mexico right now. You don't ever <laughs> see it on American news. Nope. <laughs> That's it's just right there. Yeah, it's like not even that far away from us. Yeah, there's more people dying in Mexico from violence, warlike violence, than. U.S. military personnel in Iraq and Afghanistan wars. Mm-hmm. Now put that in perspective. Regular citizens too. They just yeah. happen to like all of cross it, the like, line of fire. Yeah, wrong time, or wrong like, place. Like in the last episode, I talked about like there's mass graves all yeah. along the U.S.-Mexico border from the cartel wiping out uh, large groups of immigrants that were trying to sneak into the U.S. and they just. Went yeah. through the wrong field, I guess. Have you seen that? Uh, there's a documentary. Uh, the U.S. prefer uh, like they put fences and security at certain points in the border, so they could make sure when the Im- us immigrants would cross, we would go through the harshest parts so we could die before we even made it to land over here. 
or they you think that's why they did it or no, they, that's yeah that's why they did it or they, this, this is such a harsh area why you can't even build out there so why build out there no they build it like in like there's some parts in well when you clear off the border uh-huh not from experience obviously but <laughs> <laughs> there's certain parts that are easier to cross mm-hmm. like you just jump the fence and then it's like a two-day walk so to speak yeah and all of a sudden you're like in town yeah and you're in town and they pick you up but the u.s they made it to where you would have to go around to you know some mountains or hills or go through harshest you know environments Mm -hmm. to where the probability of you surviving was pretty Pretty low because you're going through like a desert Mm -hmm. like animals and all that so they just put it to where you would die and then so they got the chart on how many bodies they would find and after the u.s got into you know building defenses and you know putting hands on the rate of you know deaths for crossing the border just went up like skyrocket and radio last was like oh it's obvious the government made it for that purpose mm-hmm. for you to die so you wouldn't make it here so they called the government like, hey you made this law wow radio lab did yeah they were like, why did you do this? Uh, uh-huh. It's for, so you can kill, you know, the immigrants passing by. And they were like, uh, we're not going to comment on that. Every single time they try to get an answer on that specific matter, they're like, there's no comment on that. Hmm. That's crazy. Well, I don't know if that, I would take that as a confirmation. Would you, would do you? That, that since they said no comment, that means all oh, y'all definitely they do avoid do it. it. Yeah, they avoid every single time. Well, it could it's be. a specific th- law they made. You know mm-hmm. how people would cross before, right? Mm-hmm. So before there wasn't security at the border. Like there wasn't like in the morning, there would there would be like a whole bunch of Mexicans running towards you and you would be the immigration officer. And if you caught one, you caught one. But everybody else went yeah, across. Yeah, there's a numbers like, game. Yeah. yeah. No one. And he, they would just send you back and you could do the same thing the next day. All right. Try again tomorrow, Jose. But I think it was in El Paso. <laughs> there was a school right at the border. So Mexicans would cross over with backpacks on. That's smart. And they would jump mm. the fence. They would dig tunnels to pop up in the school. And so they would look like students. Yeah. So the immigration officers would go to the schools and start questioning the Hispanic students because they thought it was an illegal immigrant crossing the border that morning. So the school was like, I don't want that harassment towards our students. So they made a law. That's when the government kicked in and they specifically made a law to build walls and security at certain points on Uh, the borders. Okay. So when they were asked, you made this and it's obvious where they put them so they could go around to these parts that were worse than the other ones Mm -hmm. that's when they said did you really make these plans to kill immigrants when they cross and they say no comment every single time yeah but that i mean but you get what i'm coming at i'm like i'm not trying to be like yeah i'm for it no oh no yeah i'm trying to make sure there's no jumping to conclusions because them saying no comment i mean can't really i'm not saying they say no comment but they just but that 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 to me sounds like well they there's nothing they can say anything they do say might get just blown up in the media yeah. or whatnot and that's probably why they're saying that yeah uh, i mean there's an episode but an i mean episode you, can, you can look at it this way like easy mm-hmm. access you f- like throughout history mm-hmm. you, you know when people built castles and stuff like mm-hmm. in our walls like 
you know, if you had the mountain on your back, like you didn't worry about building shit yeah. on that side. You would put I mean? security in there. You, yeah. Like the easy access, you you put your fortifications because mm-hmm. that's the easiest parts to get to your ass. Yeah. Maybe that's how they're looking at it. Yeah. And that's just the sad, unfortunate side effects of the policy. Yeah, I get you. You get what I mean? Uh-huh. I'm not trying to. No, yeah, I get like, you. I get yeah. you. It's like, I don't know. That, but yeah, that's weird. That's yeah. It's a bit weird. But yeah, it's it's they made a test of like how long can a body stay? Because you know how say oh this body has been here you know, twelve hours or a week after oh like after dead yeah yeah bro they put a pig's body on a desert under stones, it was gone, it was bone dry, within twelve hours. Like no flesh, no nothing, because it just fried up and evaporated. Nope. Animals just came over and ate them. Oh yeah, at night, yeah, all animals Belters, come out. Everything, yeah. They were like so, and it was under rocks. Yeah, under rocks. Wow. So I was like, dang, it's a hard living. And they're like, like rocks ain't fucking with us. <laughs> <laughs> like, get this fucking rock out of here. So they say maybe people have died, and we're just not accurate on numbers. No, there's no it's way. Spread out, out everywhere. There, yeah, there's no way you're ever going to get an accurate number no. of how many people went into the wilderness of any mm-hmm. location. Like, even national parks, dude. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you're never going to get an accurate number who's all gone out there and got lost and died or killed yeah. by something or somebody. You, you're, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to happen unless everybody has a chip in their body that keeps a every minute updates a cloud server somewhere. Right. But <laughs> Yeah, that's never gonna, never gonna get accurate numbers there, of any kind. Yeah, it gets crazy though. Mm-hmm. But I was like, dang. But yeah, y'all want to listen to it? Radio Life. It's, it's like a three-part mm-hmm. thing. It started with the school, and then it slowly went into the immigration thing. Yeah, and this gets more and more. Yeah, but these people get like officials on who wrote the law. Like they actually got the person that wrote the law, and he was like. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Like, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> yeah. And it, they just went up and they're like, we can't get anything out of these people. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like the drug cartel in our national parks mm-hmm. are growing giant marijuana farms. And uh, I think there was a guy on Rogan's podcast not too long ago talking about his experiences with that. Mm-hmm. I think he was a game warden or something where he you come across that. They would have nasty booby traps around the perimeter. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they found the ones they do bust, or the ones they do find, like, not only are there booby traps, they find that they're mm-hmm. using pesticides. Oh, yeah. And, like, it's like shit you don't want on your fucking marijuana plants. <laughs> like, like, so that nothing, so it can just grow and they can just cultivate and sell it. Yeah. Yeah. That's where the good stuff comes from. <laughs> yeah. I, I, That's how cocaine is made, right? With gasoline and whole bunch of other you're probably thinking of meth I don't know about coke but I know meth Mm -hmm. I mean there's all kinds of nasty shit I mean people go to the damn store and get a bunch of different drain cleaners and make meth out of it yeah alright it's crazy yeah fucking nuts it's fucking nuts that someone would want to do that and 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 I'm not gonna lie I tried meth back when I was in my teenage years Cause I was in that phase where, in my fun? mind, I tried marijuana. Mm-hmm. There was nothing wrong with it, right? No. <laughs> but the government told me there was everything wrong, wrong with it. it. So my mind went, 
Well, they're wrong that? about they're lying about marijuana. <laughs> Are they lying about the other ones? Yeah. And and it, I just happened to experiment with it like I think like three times. Mm-hmm. Dude, I do not recommend it. It is fucking awful. It is. I I don't get it. Like unless you like. That's for you to say, James. Yeah. I'm here. <laughs> uh, you speak for yourself, boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it is not good. Like you're just so goddamn tense. You, like I couldn't stop fucking talking. Yeah. Well, that's like. Uh, I fucking hated it. And dude, when you come down off of it, like I felt like I was gonna die. Dang. I I was so hungry. Mm-hmm. I couldn't eat. Like, it, it was so bad. Like, I, I could get the food in front of me and then try to... I, I would take the smallest little nibble bites and just force it. And just like, Ugh. all right. Like, it was so hard to eat. Like, it, it just, like, destroyed your appetite completely. Even though you're starving. Yeah. And you are you know you need it. Like, it... it dude, it was horrible. Like, <laughs> like, and I was just like, I just... And I was this round, ba- <laughs> uh, you know, shitty friends. Yeah, that's and Looking back on it, that's real piece of shit friends well, you were young James. yeah you and i young. like i said i was naive yeah i was coming up with theories and testing them out and little dweebs government <laughs> lying about everything and shit and i was like well they're not lying about this yeah. <laughs> like this is horrible i like, could see the food part though because uh oh, adderall is uh, so bad it's a meth it's like meth it's yeah adderall is very similar but more <sighs> and you don't eat on adderall like you're no it's yeah you're not eating on adderall until you, you come eat. off that shit yeah it's weird yeah, and what's weird is like meth and Adderall, your dick just becomes like an Audi belly button. <laughs> That's <laughs> just like you, so James. <laughs> yeah, again, other people didn't experience again, that. Okay, speak for myself, I'm not saying but, I cannot confirm nor deny, but that's a lie. No, it's good. And, and dude, like, I barely caught a glimpse of that meth world, and it's a very scary, frightening world. I've met guys who openly talked about burying people in their backyard. Yeah, I had one time a friend of mine who was so strung out on meth, mm-hmm. and I don't even think I've tried it at this point. I was 16, and and he was so strange. Like, uh, like he always had a different fucking name. Like every other month, like one one mm-hmm. month he's you know he we go we call him by Corey or Cirillo or you know it's always a different fucking name like. <laughs> Just weird, just living that meth <laughs> lifestyle, that criminal lifestyle. Yeah. And like, uh, well, him and it's like two of his criminal thug ass friends show up. And I hung out with his brother who was like, he was around my age. So that's okay. how I end up in that area. It's just like, holy shit. And I mean, we're, we were all smoking weed, but damn, like his brother was probably like 24 at the time. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. But he was so fucking strung out. I don't know how many days, but he could barely fucking walk around. And he was just rambling random shit. And he was going in and out, still, like, functioning somehow. And these guys got guns in their belts. Like, they're straight-up thugs. Yeah. And we're in the middle of a fucking countryside. And I'm with my buddy at the time who just got a car, his first car, and he got, like, a... 12-inch subwoofer in the mm-hmm. trunk. Well, they know about it. We're chilling in our buddy's little... He lived in an RV behind his mom's mobile home oh. at 17. 
it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I thought it was, we thought it was cool. He had his own little place, but man, the way he was living, uh, it was not just, cool. <laughs> just, it was just the the thug slash psycho slash meth uh, slash life. Just not a good lifestyle at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, he he seemed like a good dude. I mean, we're friends with him, but his brother, anyways, back to his brother. They knew about his, our, my friend's subwoofer being in the trunk. And we're there. There's like me, my friend, and probably like, let's see, like four or five other friends of ours, too. Yeah. Some of them were from Azel High School, and then the rest of us were from Springtown. Uh, and like, we're sitting there, and like, and next thing you know, we look out the window. We're chilling in the room part of his RV thing, mm-hmm. his little camper thing, and we look out the window, and his two friends, we watch him, watch them pop his trunk, grab the speaker, and they're laughing and like got their tongues out going ah, as they're taking it, and then like my friend, the, the fucking idiot that he was at the time, huh. uh, goes running out there confronting them, and and you know we're all out there, like trying to like get his speaker back mm-hmm. and they're just sitting there. They just, they straight up threw it in their trunk and just post it up. Yeah. Like these dudes didn't care about future. No, they it's didn't care about, about what drugs. was next Friday. They were worried. They were caring about the their, 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 their excitement they're having right now. That's the kind of, you know, ugly motherfuckers they were. And Ooh. like, uh, and they had guns. And uh, and it was obvious, like at that point, you know, they're getting confronted, so they kind of have it showing outside their, mm-hmm. under their shirt, and uh, and so we're sitting there and like uh, and we're behind, you know, we're somewhere behind the commotion, and uh, we'll just call him Corey, the one that's out of it, yeah, uh, my friend's brother who's been out for days on meth and shit, and you can just tell it's fucking awful, and he has a gun, and he's wearing a white beater shirt. So you definitely see his gun, like just tucked under his belt in the front, and something, something was said, uh, uh, something was said about a gun or something, and this dude thought he got threatened by one of us because we were like in a half circle around him trying to talk to him, like, hey, can you tell your friends to cut the shit out, give the speaker back, and we're then we'll all leave, and a, uh. uh he just fucking whips out his gun, starts pointing at all of us, to our faces, and I do mean our faces. Mm-hmm. And then I, I start talking to him like, "Whoa, Corey, 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 it's us. Chill out." He focuses on me, puts the gun barrel right to my fucking forehead, and goes, "You threaten me, motherfucker, huh? You threaten me?" Mother-? And he's like, he's like mumbling shit, and like he's very hostile, and he's just like. Like right in my head, and I'm like just talking to him. Somehow I managed to stay calm, and I just relied on the fact that, like, somehow me and him, out of all of his brother's friends, he really liked me the most, which I think really fucking helped in this situation. And I just kept talking to him, like, Corey, Corey, look at who you're looking at. It's me, James. Look at me, buddy. And then he finally, it's like he finally realized it. And he's like, he just started smiling, laughing, and he slowly put the gun back down from my fucking forehead. And uh, 
And then he was just like, oh, man, shit. And I was like, holy shit. Like, almost died. And I was like, you okay, man? Like, and like, And then uh, and then my dumbass friend said he threatened to get his gun out of his car. A dumbass 16-year-old dude saying this to, like, guys that are, in, like, in their 20s at the mm-hmm. time. They're, they're just straight up living the gangster lifestyle. <laughs> and, boy, they, they had their guns out. But they didn't point at nobody. But they're like, no, who's going to pull out a fucking gun? And they, they got real fucking violent. Because before that, they were just sitting there, like, acting like no Chilling. one's going to do shit with us. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just having a good time with it. And, like, uh, at one point, one of our buddies from Azel tried just grabbing it while they weren't looking because they didn't shut the trunk at the time. And that's that's when they shut the trunk. But he went to go grab it while they were talking shit to my buddy who they stole from. And they turned around and they shut him down. Like they just like, boom. They like slammed it out of his hands and slammed the trunk, got in his face and told him to fuck off. And he was like, "All right, dude. All right." And like, dude, it was crazy. Like no one was older than like fucking twenty five, and this is all happening. We're all ranging from like sixteen to twenty five. It is fucking nuts, dude. And oh, and our friend who were there to hang out with, he wasn't even there at the time. He left with someone, and was gone for like an hour. He comes back right when it's over, and we're all pissed off and getting in our cars and leaving. And we, we, you know, we kind of yelled at him what happened, and you know, he got pissed off and he started storming at those dudes to talk to him. Mm-hmm. But Nia Slate, he never got that speaker back for him because he ended up getting pissed off at my friend because my friend threatened to call the cops. That shows you what kind of lifestyle they were living yeah. you threatened cops he he instantly he went from trying to get his speaker back to he he openly day. talked about having his brother's friends finding him and killing him for saying that <laughs> that's how fucking crazy they were living and there was a whole family living like that like their mom's just living their own her own life in the house in the front mm-hmm. meanwhile they got chaos in the back <laughs> people are dying back there it's crazy, crazy. dude. Uh, that's crazy. Like, I forget that happened. And that's how drugs get to you. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're young. It just kind of messes with your development. You don't even know what to do. You're in, like, limbo. Dude, meth is horrible, and life. it needs to be in the news more. We need to hear more about ATF and FBI busting that shit. It is horrible. Like, it is, it is the destroyer of people. I've met, I've known friends who've got so strung out on it that it literally kills who you were. Oh yeah, you are no longer who I originally met and grew up with. Childhood friend too, childhood best friend. I had to cut him out. Like he just he was trying to explain to me like this is how strung out he was on meth. He was trying to get convince me that it was such a cool drug to do. <laughs> And I'm sitting here trying to tell him you're fucking your life up, dude. How yeah. you're not seeing that? You're like your own family doesn't want nothing to do with you, and you're fucking 19, mm-hmm. dude. That's crazy. Like that's how bad you're messing shit up. It just messes with your and psyche. And he came from a a decent home. He just chose shitty friends, which, in, you know, in hindsight, I realized I had shitty mm-hmm. friends too. And it's like fuck. Until you met me, dude. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> yeah. Like, 15 years later. <laughs> uh, but, dude, it's not good, man. No, so not. if you ever come across someone Any of that's the hard meth, drugs. Dude, meth is hard. Meth is. It is, a, it is a fucking evil drug. The drugs that mess with your, you know, persona, that's 
it destroys your personality and you become like a fucking leftover mm-hmm. creature. Like you become, I don't even know what meth does. <sighs> Dude. Like itself. Cause I know other drugs, like you become it's like bad. humanless. Like a yeah, sociopath or psychopath. Yeah, it's up there, dude. It it yeah. it will f- destroy your brain, and it, it it like it destroys the good wiring in your brain. Mm-hmm. It does something to your brain. You're like you're just you're not who you were anymore. If mm-hmm. you go that far into it, you get that far strung out on meth, like long term yeah. use. You're that, out. That whoever you were before is gone, gone forever. I'm telling Jeez. you right now from experience. And I had to cut a lot of friends out because of that shit. Mm-hmm. That's great. And then this whole time I'm going through high school and and up until recently I keep oh they busted more marijuana oh they busted another marijuana farm <laughs> and it's like what about the meth you fucks like right. my life almost got taken From by meth. a meth user all right and I've met a guy who talked about killing people and smiling about it and I'm pretty sure he wasn't lying. No, because he was de- the meth dealer, and I, and I was I was with the, my friend that, that that we were supposed mm-hmm. to be there hanging out with that sh- showed up late. Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, take me over to this guy's house real quick. I gotta get something." <laughs> I didn't know he was buying meth. <laughs> they were sitting there, and this They're dude, like, yeah. this dude's doing the same thing, just hanging out with a pistol and shit, and mm. like all thug like, and his house is like a fucking mess, and it's just like this dude is like, you can tell he's done way too much. I mean, this dude is like, I don't even think he was in his early 20s and his teeth were already rotten. Yeah, that's what it does. Yeah, oh. Man. And he was sitting there like just bragging. He's like, because they were talking about shit and like they had history and shit. Mm-hmm. And he was talking like, you know, he's like, yeah, you know, those type of friends, you know, you know, or something about if uh, if I like you, I'll I'll bury you face up or something. I'm like, what the Talk about fuck? That. I'm like. I'm just sitting there just trying to I'm maintaining like I'm I'm very good at not letting yeah. you know what I'm thinking. I, at least I think so. Mm-hmm. Especially at that time because they didn't go off on any of my behavior. Right. So and I'm just sitting there just playing the neutral face. Playing the neutral body language. Just you know, just chilling. I'm just hanging out with my friend here, helping him out, bringing him over here. All right. We're just using you. Yeah. See you later. That's crazy. Never I quickly got away from all that. Mm-hmm. I was just like, Jesus. But I kept having hopes for my friend uh, that lived there. Because mm-hmm. at one point, he was trying to get his shit. He was trying to get his license. He got a job. We're like, hell yeah. We kept encouraging him because we wanted him to get out of that shit. Nah, dude. Yeah. He he dropped all that like uh, like nothing and mm-hmm. just lived that. I, to this day, I don't know what the it's fuck the happened to him. of it. Yeah. I can see it, though. Like, why... They become so oblivious to everything else. I mean, that's the environment he grew up in. Even then, just like chaos, gangster, gangster, stupid shit. Yeah, like you have meth, and then like I know steroids does the same thing. It yeah, messes up with like your mind to where you kill your own family and then just kill yourself afterwards. Just go into rage, and you don't even know why. I'm like, bro. I mean, I could see how they get to that point. Like, I mean, I've never tried steroids, but. I mean, when you do pro hormones, like you do feel like Superman. Like you're never tired at all. Yeah, you're Even like, if you're Ugh. like at four hours of sleep, like you're not tired. It's a different feeling. Like it does mess up with your. If you're not strong enough mentally, like you'll. It's you'll gonna go reveal the, other the weaknesses. <laughs> like you'll go the other route easily. 
mm-hmm. for sure. Like a lot of people were like, uh, when I was on it, like it just completely changed who I was as a person. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I was like, well, <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll keep that in mind. But yeah, it does change you because, like with meth and all these other drugs. All the chemicals in your brain. Yeah, I was going to say, we're made out Change. of chemicals and Like, hormones. don't think, like, oh, I have a soul. Like, I could withstand this. Like, no. no all the chemicals no. up there. It's, mess it's called biology, bitch. Up. It's going to get you. Yeah. It's just simple. <laughs> as <laughs> like, much as you want to fight it, nope. Whatever's going up there, it's what's going to control do its you. Thing. Yeah. It's crazy, though. It is. Think. Like, uh, but you know what's crazy? You know where meth came from, right? No. Uh, Nazi Germany, Nazi Germany, World War Two, <laughs> like that's how they were successful oh. with the Blitzkrieg in the mm. early stages of the war. Uh, like that's how they whooped France's ass. Other than having like a, like a sneaky attack through the, uh, Ardennes forest, yeah, which they thought wouldn't happen. Uh, they were on meth because they were like, deep into France within like a week, within days when they're like still trying to mobilize. And they're like, what the fuck? They're like superhumans. Like, put that in perspective. Brand new drug that no one really knows about, probably other than like governments with their spy agencies. But the general population hearing this, could you imagine that? Just that being a brand new thing. Like, hey, like, Germany just took over France and they did it in a matter of three weeks. And they literally went everywhere in France, like in like record timing. Mm hmm. I'm like what's this in nineteen fucking forty? Like that that had to baffle people's brains back then. That yeah. must have been the ultimate shock. And that that for the longest time in World War Two, the Germans had that uh, superhuman uh, reputation until they started losing major battles, and then you know yeah. people start seeing them for oh they're just like us. They literally saw Germans like that during World War Two because of the shit they were accomplishing early on in the wars. Oh, in the war. It's like that doctor that uh, Matthew, Doctor Matthew, I forget his last name. On the why sleep we sleep? One? Yeah, yeah, Matthew said, Walker. The doctor was like, "That's why we have uh, students do like sixteen rounds, like they're sleepless." I'm like, but this guy was doing cocaine the whole time. That's why you never oh, slept. Oh, that guy in the 60s yeah. that stayed up for like seven days. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, you can stay up for seven days, but you after that, you're done. Yeah. And it's like, turns out he was doing coke. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, Bro, no shit, he was no, up for no. seven days. Like, you can't do that. Humanly, <laughs> that's not humanly possible. <laughs> no. To be such high alert like he was. Mm. No. He, no, your brain's going to shut off. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're walking or not. Like, you stay up long enough, you're just going to... It's going to be black. You're going to wake up, find yourself in an awkward position. You can be in a very bad position, too. Yeah, wake you up with driving, your neck all like. crooked. <laughs> your brain just shuts off. Like, it's weird. Yeah, it needs that sleep. People be doing that when they're driving. It doesn't matter where you're at. Like, oh, I've, oh, I've done that a couple of times. Oh, really? Those off from behind the wheel. Ooh, I can't do it. <sighs> Fucking scary, like, dude. I it as much as I can. Fuck. Oh, and you know what's even scarier is oh. when it's super cold outside and you roll the windows down. And it doesn't even help. Nope. And you're really freaking out. Bro, I'm like torturing myself, like biting, hitting, you know, Mm -hmm. poking. I don't know. Like I'm doing everything to stay awake. And I'm like, you know what? At one point I'm like, okay, I just need to get somewhere where I can sleep for five minutes. I could care less. But when you're on that road, it's just. And you just want to get home. You're just 10 miles away from home. Yeah. Or 20. (laughs) I mean, 30 minute drive at the most. Like I want that bed. Yeah. Like. 
the brain just shuts it's... down on you. Just boom. Yep. You don't even know what happened. Those moments suck. Balls. I'll tell you that. Well, as long as you lay down good, <laughs> you'll, Bro, you'll wake up feeling really good. I know, but sometimes you fall asleep standing up, like you're like, and you're like, what? What happened? Mm. <laughs> oh shit! Like, where where did everybody go? I didn't know that was possible. Right. <laughs> I know your body's weird. Those things you don't even know. The things they'll do, and the things that can, yeah. and will. That's uh, great. Hmm. Oh, shit. Well. Yeah. Uh, are you turning into a pumpkin? No. No? No. You still want to go? I'm on cocaine. I'm just oh. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> cocaina. 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 No, but yeah. I mean, we can finish it up. I mean. All right. You want to. How we started. There's a quote on this book. That oh. From the. Hopefully we don't go on another rabbit hole after this. <laughs> oh, no. Go ahead. We'll finish with this quote. But it says. Uh, it says. Live it has if. <laughs> Let me start over again. Live as if you were living already for the second time and as if you had acted the first time as wrongly as you are about to act now. Whoa. That mean? And that's from the the book uh Men's Search for Meaning. So the guy that went through the concentration camp. So pretend you you've already lived this life and this is your second time mm-hmm. going through it. But the first time you did all this stupid stuff as wrong as you could, mm-hmm. just have that in mind. And this like is your second chance to fixing all that, because you only have one life, period. One, you're yeah, you're only twenty two once. Yeah, unless you reincarnate, then that's a different story. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I'll, I'm gonna bring up some of those next time. But uh, but I would yeah. like to add to that from mm-hmm. Stoicism. Uh, was it Seneca? Yeah, Seneca. Uh, he said one of his quotes is. Um, Whatever you end up doing, keep death in mind. Yeah. That's why I have this bracelet. 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 (laughs) I got a bracelet. Bracelet. Mine says memento mori. It just says, remember, you are going to die. Yeah, that's what that is. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also what's with that. There's Mm -hmm. a, a calendar. Oh, really? That you can shade in each dot of each day of your life until your death. Like our the last like all day. sixty fucking years, <laughs> like it's an actual like Calendar. book thing or whatever. Ooh. I don't. I just see it on my Instagram. I follow Daily yeah. Stoic on Instagram, and they'll sh- show a couple quotes, and then mm-hmm. they always show that as the last few photos, is someone penciling in the number of days they have lived. No, on TikTok, there and was it's all right there, just in front of your face. Oh, is it a poster? And yeah, it looks like multiple sheets of like a Uh-oh. poster style, and e- and it's like. All the way to where you're mm-hmm. probably gonna end up de- dead, like yeah, age wise, and you get to see like, oh shit, I'm getting closer. Yeah. Oh shit, I don't got much time left. I saw this guy; he had it, but it was weeks of life that he had. But it was Maybe. a big poster. Maybe that's what it is. And you scratch one out, but you saw the whole thing at once. Maybe that's what it is. And he yeah. scratched it, and the girlfriend was like, "Why are you doing that? You're so weird. Like, how does this help you out?" He's like. Look at Keeps it. Keeps like, you motivated. We only have this much. I already spent this much. Like, let's go do something. Like, yeah, let's become alive. And that's why I bought the uh, this thing. Like, it just reminds me every day. Like, never knew that it? you were wearing it. I knew yeah. there was something there. I just didn't know yeah. that that was always, it. Always before I might buy like the that. waste time. I'm like, mm, oh, I should yeah. go I'm do it. I'm gonna die. I mean, t- it works half the not half the time, but majority of the time. I'm still scared of you know 
talking to girls and all that good stuff. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but like it, it really puts everything in perspective. Like, if I die now, like, did I do everything that I wish I wanted to do? And that's think- coming from experience that I almost died twice already. And it just puts it in perspective. Like, if I would have died then, like, yeah, it would have been, I would have done nothing with my life. Like, I wish I would have read more, on. Yeah. gone on this trip or, you know, yeah, done all these other things. But you're like, I would have not done that. So it was I'm going to do it now. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was like just one more thing. Like, David Goggins, I think it was David Goggins. He said, uh, he's like, if you died today, are you happy with the life that you lived? Or something along the lines. Yeah. I think I butchered that, but he says something along the lines of that. Mm-hmm. But That's but crazy. Yeah. For the longest time, I was like, nope. I would not be happy dying today. Yeah. I mean, now I'm more comfortable with it, but I'm still like, there's more I have to do. Right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want yeah. <laughs> like the fact that I died today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. Well, that's cool. You ended on death. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll no, start that like, on the next episode. No, this is motivating. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, all right, folks. Thanks for tuning in. If you've been tuning in, uh, if this is your first one, well, thank you. Yeah. Hopefully you listen to many more. Hopefully uh, you find us more interesting as we go. But I hope everyone's good and getting the best out of life. Yeah. Everybody be safe. Do your best every day. Mm -hmm. Improve at least 1%. Consistency is key to everything. See. Yeah. All right. All right. See you guys later. Later. Bye.